0: Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network is a Moonsault Media production and is intended for private use only. For more information, contact Retromania Podcast at gmail.com.
1: You're listening to a Cool Truth Podcast Production.
2: What's up, what's up, Cool Truth, we're back baby, Retro Mania Wrestling Podcast Network, Cool Truth Podcast Productions, the band is all back together, we got a good show for you tonight, you can hear them there in the background a little bit, the Wild Thing, (laughs) Wild Thing White House, what's up my brother?
0: Chaos in my house, the kids don't have any school tomorrow, the youngest birthday is tomorrow, so yeah, a little bit of chaos. So it's like so. the uh, the backstage of AEW. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 pretty close. I mean, yeah, I mean they're probably, I mean Aiden probably, I mean those the immaturity is probably on the same wavelength <laughs> as my six year old. So I mean, oh, that's
2: great. You're, you're I probably it. dealing with the same IQ. So that that's a segue for the second half of the show. But also with us, the one and only. <laughs> Lady for a true soul and the Hollywood writer himself, Hollywood Jeff Edwards. What's up, my brother?
1: What's up? White House is on location tonight in DC. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Me, right? I think I heard
1: far Larry far. come down the steps there. Uh Punk's puppy. Yeah.
0: Maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was the puppy. Yeah. <laughs> he decided you he wanted to go into the bathroom and yeah. Yeah, it's great.
2: All right. So Lots to talk
1: about. Lots to talk Dude, about. Dude, lots
2: <laughs> to get into. Uh, Big wrestling weekend, I mean, obviously, um, we have Dynamite to talk about, all the backstage craziness with AEW, you have uh, Battle of the Belts, you have uh, Rampage, Um, we're going to get to AEW in the second half of the show, because you have a lot of other great, well, I don't know if they're great, but a lot of other shows this weekend, Uh, GCW has a double card, Uh, the GCW Fight Club, they have a night one and a night two, um, and if you're so interested, there's actually a pretty good deal. I'll give them credit on Fight TV for like 21 bucks you can get both nights. So my, if you're watching one, you might as well watch two because uh, it'll, it's only a few dollars extra. But anyway, uh, Bound for Glory, Impact. Impact always puts on good pay-per-views. Uh, we're going to talk about that a little bit. And uh, I really, you know, I all three of us enjoyed Impact pay per view, so we got to get into that. And, of course, Extreme Rules. Another pay-per-view under the new leadership of Triple H and uh, the WWE. And uh, White House, let's jump right into the new, uh, It's before we get to the matches and stuff like that, we have new commentary teams. Uh, I know you're a big commentary guy. We got a new commentary team on each of the three main WWE shows. How are you feeling about it? Do you like the mix-up? Uh, give me your thoughts. I like the SmackDown one. Um, prior to
0: the, them going all 2.0, um, I did like, uh, Barrett on SmackDown. So, um, then
2: well, real quick, them, in case you don't know out there, uh, Raw is going to be Kevin Patrick and Corby Graves. NXT is going to be Vic Joseph and Booker T and SmackDown will be Michael Cole and Wade Barrett. So, Graves stays with Raw, Cole stays with SmackDown, and then the rest is pretty much a shakeup.
0: up Yeah, um, so, I like I liked SmackDown. Um, Raw, to me, it doesn't, I mean, yeah, you got you got the new play-by-play guy, but to me, that's still, you know, when I hear him, you know, so that's, like, for me, my mindset right now, that's the same, but uh, having Booker go to NXT, which that whole 2.0 color scheme should be going away now that the new season is upon us um thank god and then uh you know smackdown getting Wade barrett which losing mcafee getting barrett i'd really like that i think i think cole and barrett can work well together so i mean i think it's great but the the, the key to the key to it all it's it's a two-man which i'm very before i kick it to hollywood, hollywood uh,
2: have you watched mcafee on uh college game day yeah. Yeah. He's good. He's, he's and, good. He, he, I mean, let's honest. they want a good, personality because Corso that's is yeah. there. I mean, Corso is great. And uh, I know he can't do every show. health, the whole thing. Uh, he was on two weeks ago. He wasn't on this week. You know, so that, you know, um, they're looking for the next personality. And, yeah. uh, you know, that's where they're at. Yeah. Um, Hollywood, you texted something that I thought you nailed it. Do you remember what it was?
1: Uh Kevin Two, man, boosts, two, man, boosts, oh,
2: two yeah, man, man boots. Two man boots. Oh, two man boots. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. most exciting thing about it. <laughs> for yeah. sure. I love it. Uh I like I like Barrett with Cole. That's gonna be good. That's gonna be really good, I think. But uh I'm most interested in Kevin Patrick because I really dig him backstage. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering if, you know, will it be weird to hear an Irish accent calling raw? Mm. That's that's my only thing. It might be really cool, but it also right. might be uh, weird. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's,
2: it's something you've heard accents more on NXT.
1: NXT, yeah,
2: and it, with Nigel at one point and, and different yep. guys. Um, it, it, I guess I guess for us, we have like a vast. We watch a lot of wrestling. I don't know that it's. I, I mean, it may still be different for Raw, but my guess is. If you're just a WWE type fan, that might be an adjustment for you. Mm -hmm. If if you're just watching like Raw and SmackDown, it might be a little bit of an adjustment. But hey, listen, uh, I think it's pretty cool. You know, um, I kind of dig accents, especially on hot chicks. Um, None of these these are hot chicks, but, uh, (laughs) you know, hey, listen, there's probably hot chicks and different people that dig these accents too. So
1: I Scottish, get I get what
2: they're trying to oh, I...
1: British all of it Oh, yeah.
2: God damn. It's like when 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 Paige screams this is my house I just I, I, it brings me to places yeah. other
1: <laughs> Becky
2: uh, Becky does her thing. Oh yeah, Becky, yeah. Irish. That's the best thing about her accent, pal. Yeah.
1: Oh, who's the who's the Scottish chick in NXT? She's Kind of, like, I, she caught my eye a couple weeks ago.
0: White House? Scottish NXT. She must, have, she must have came over from UK. That that one is, uh, those, some of those that came over with UK I'm not too familiar with.
1: Okay. okay. I think she, but, uh, I'm pretty sure she has, like, flaming red hair, if I remember. Yeah, I
0: picture. think she came, I think she came over when, uh, I think she came over from the UK. Because they're, they're doing that whole rebranding, it's not going to be UK anymore. It's going to be NXT Europe. Hmm. So that's why I did away with UK. Right, yeah.
2: So before we get into these uh, these other shows, um, FTR talked about a match they had uh, in you know in the last few days um, in the UK with Aussie Open, and everybody's listening to the show. The three of us all love Aussie Open, and we all love uh, FTR. Yep. And FTR is claiming it's the best tag match ever. And I, I don't know. Uh, did any? Did you? Either of you watch it yet?
1: no i not. i don't i don't know how honestly
2: yeah so. i i um i actually went to log into my new japan world and apparently i have an old card mm-hmm. so i have to i just have to reset it up i didn't have time to watch it today uh, anyway. it is it
0: on there it's on
2: there though oh uh, i don't even know if it is i i, didn't mean I looked on yet. there i looked everywhere on there and it wasn't on there okay so it, it's not it, on there so no fuck. no all right see, so that that puts yeah. a damper in my plans well yeah i gotta yeah. find i i did search for it um and I wasn't able to find it. My guess is if, I, I mean, uh, maybe we'll be lucky enough they put it on the TV show on Access, or maybe, you know, I don't know. Um, but I really like to watch that match. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to be off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. And Sunday is a family thing. Long story short, don't need to get into it. Uh, but it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, giant game, 930, Apple picking, the whole thing. But anyway. Uh, Monday and Tuesday are supposed to be off. So with all these shows, I was just going to basically watch wrestling for two days straight. And, uh, you know, we picked up a repass. Uh, so I have to work. I have to work for a few hours Monday. But either way, I have a lot of free time those two days and somewhat Wednesday morning, too. So I'm going to try to get in all these shows before, uh, before we do our next show. Uh, I worked it out with a friend of mine. I'm gonna do Bound for Glory. He's gonna do GCW, and we're gonna we're gonna make it so we can both see it. That's all we're gonna say nice. because I don't want to have any gotcha. visits, any visits. Uh, but yeah, so before we get into Bound for Glory, we'll start there. I'll just go over GCW quick, and there, there's one thing that I wanted to get into with you guys because it's it's kind of relevant to our discussions here. Um, night one of GCW. Uh, Sean Skywalker, Nick Wayne. I mean, that might mean something to some people listening. Uh, Cole Riddick and Joey Janela. Obviously, most people uh, know Joey Janella versus Los Mazios, Salipo and uh Deo Extremo. And if I'm botching these names, too bad. I, I I'm not great with that. John Gresham on the card. I just thought I thought that was interesting And a sit- singles match with Jordan Oliver. Another sil- singles match Alley catch and sway wreck and I got to be honest I don't know either one of them I'll jump in
1: on that one I'll jump in on that one last week last week impact the main event and I don't know what possessed me to keep it on because I'm not a a big Masha Slamovich fan Mm
3: -hmm. but
1: she was in the main event versus Mm -hmm. Allie catch okay and they put over GCW and it was a monsters ball match and for 15 minutes I was very entertained with two women beating the hell out of each other it was pretty good match so, that, yeah, um, she may be something media. to keep an eye on. That's yeah, check it out. It was, yeah, it was surprisingly I check, good. I might just
2: check out the match before I watch the pay-per-view. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, Yamato versus Tony Deppin. Shout out DJ Stames.
1: Deppin.
2: <laughs>
1: Representing okay. PA.
2: There it is. GCW tag team title match. Mega Bastards. Alex Colon and John Wayne Murdoch. They're the uh, champions versus Drew Parker. And Rina Yamish- Yamashita. Uh, so you got a tag team title match. Okay, so this is the match I wanted to get into with you guys. It's the main event of night one of GCW Fight Club. Moxley's the champion. He's fighting Nick Gage. I mean, we all know this is going to be one of these death matches. They've done it before. Mm-hmm. The interesting part of this match, there is a stipulation. It's a title versus career match. So if Moxley wins, Nick Gage, his career is career's over. Now, I don't know how many of you people out there have watched GCW. And you might question why I've watched GCW as much as I have. But me and Jigsaw just, I don't know. There's always like one match we want to watch, so we watch the whole show. I am not a Nick Gage fan. I, I'm just throwing that out there right now. But he is... If there is a guy more over in any one company than Nick Gage, it, I, I'm telling you, it's hard to find. He, with that, with that niche, Colt GCW fan following, I've ne- it's it, listen, uh, smaller potatoes than any of the big wrestlers we've ever seen, obviously, but for that fan base, he's fucking Hulk Hogan. So the AEW champion is wrestling a career-versus-title match with the GCW god. Hollywood, I'll kick it to you. I mean, we know Khan gets involved in this stuff.
3: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Yeah, do you want your champion doing this?
1: Probably not, but I think it's time that Tony gets uh, that – I think Moxley's staying now. He's going to be done. So I fully expect him to drop that belt to gauge and probably not show up at GCW for a while, if ever again.
2: Yeah, you know, I I agree with that. And this may be one of those things where, to be fair, I'm going to be fair to Khan on this one. And I'm going to be fair to Moxley, too. Moxley was taking a vacation from AEW coming off, dropping the belt.
3: Yes.
4: yeah.
2: And I think part of the reason for that was because this match has been booked for months. Okay. And I think it, he would have had a separation from AEW, wrestled this match, or well, wrestled, <laughs> <laughs> fought this match with Nick Cage, whatever you want to call it. It's not wrestling, but whatever. Um, And dropped the belt to Nick Cage, finished out his vacation, come back to AEW like nothing happened. And I think that probably would have worked. The only problem is he did AEW a solid, and I know White House you hate him, and I get it, but he did do AEW solid uh, by doing this. So it's it. So I mean, let's face it, the AEW champion's going to be losing a match on a GCW show.
1: Yeah, L- listen. And to your know, point, to your I, point, I don't to, think
2: it's. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh,
1: to your point that you know why you passed it to me, I think. See, you drop the belt to CM Punk. Talking about Moxley, mm-hmm. shit hits the fan. You put the belt back on Moxley. He's supposed to go on vacation. Everything's good. He's holding it down again. Do you want him doing this match? The answer is no, because God forbid something happens to this guy. At well, this that, point,
3: yeah, yeah, <laughs> because he's been
1: lucky so far doing this. You know, I'll, no I'll one's gotten injured getting you know in Khan's uh, open door yet. Mm-hmm. But imagine if that would happen. He has to he has to vacate the belt again and have another tournament. I mean, did, that could did, happen. Um,
2: did either of you guys see the first match with him?
1: Yes, I saw. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, I mean, so there's. A, I mean, then you know there's a lot of opportunity. Always but, a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. When when you're doing those types of matches, and listen, sure. Moxley's done this his whole career. Aside mostly from when he was with WWE, really didn't. But I get it, you know. But still, you worry about that stuff. Plus. He's now going to, you know, presumably drop the belt to MJF. I'm not going to say it cheapens MJF's win, uh, but it would be nice to be like, you know, yeah, he lost the Punk, but now it's like, you know, he lost the Punk. Lost, you know, you know what I mean? Like, it, it just, I don't know. It's just, it's just a weird situation. White House, any thoughts? No, yeah, I, I. I...
0: For the majority, this is not going to be nothing but a ripple in a pond. I mean, they're not if it, a very small ripple in a pond. Um, you know, majority. There's a small pool. You know, um, uh, you know that niche group that will know about this. But you know, I, I uh, you know, outside of you know, internet and this that, but you know, I. I I think Moxley is and what Moxley wants to do and you listen to his promos and what he's trying to be. He shouldn't be doing the stuff in, in, in GCW because it's cheapening what uh, the product of AEW. So, I mean, getting out of this, put it in your rearview mirror, and then go back to it when you're bored, when you're not trying to be that guy in the company... You know, do your thing man but you're just I don't know man I just it's just when you're supposed to, when this is supposed to be a flagship type company mm-hmm. that's supposed to be a flagship type belt and it's not a knock what G- GCW is doing I'm not knocking it whatsoever you know it's just different flavors you know what I mean but you're cheapening that product and you know however they got to get it off them I get off of them and, and and focus on what you're what you should be doing. Is my opinion. Oh,
2: uh, wait, wait, now. so I'll ask you this. You're you're yeah. probably the biggest new Japan fan out of all of us.
0: Yeah, I love it.
2: Is is well, I don't know. I think I, I think I got Edwards. I, I hooked on a couple of things, but oh know. no, yeah. and he's yeah. well, he oh, goes man. back and forth as I do. But you you definitely <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, you're. No,
2: I love you, it. Let I've, me ask you. I, no, this is why I want to ask you. I think we all know the answer, but uh, you know. For yeah. those of them out there might be thinking about it. If uh, New Japan sends Kazuchika Okada out there and he has the uh, IWGP title on him, is he losing at a? Uh, Fuck I mean, no. what Cornette would call an indie mud show? Yeah. Fuck no. Well, I, <laughs> I mean, what that's happens, just my point, you would know. Would not happen. Would not happen. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. happen. And and I get, I get the vacation. I get the break. I think it was designed that way initially, and things happened to bring it. Uh, to where we are. Um, I don't know. I, you, listen. Uh, this match was booked a, a long ways out. They have a lot of these cult type following guys. Could they have went to GCW and say hey listen. You need to push this match off for a couple months. And do something else. GCW would be fine. Uh, they really would. Uh, it, 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 I don't think it hurt them at all. Now I just want to throw. I'm going to give you night two matches. And then we'll move on. I just want to throw a disclaimer in. I had a hard time finding the actual card. So this is about three weeks old, the, the card I'm reading. And I know there's talks that Leo Rush is going to be on the show. I heard uh, that, yeah. There, be, there could be a few. This All I'm saying is this might not be 100% accurate. So don't hold me to it. This is the most accurate um, match cards I could find. But the big matches, I'm sure, are still the same. Uh, So, Night 2 in a DDT Extreme Title versus GCW Extreme Title match. Joey Janela, he's the DDT Extreme Title champion versus the GCW Extreme Title champion, Cole Radrick. I don't know if this is a title for title. Uh, Must be, is my guess. It doesn't really say here. uh, That particular. You got a six-man match. uh, Jimmy Lloyd... Uh, and Wasted Youth versus Second Gear Crew. Tag team match, Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne versus Boosie, which is alley Catch, and Effie. So, I mean, there you go. Uh, I got, Effie's got to be on the show, of course. Singles match, Yamato versus Mike Bailey. I like Mike Bailey. Uh, singles match, uh, Shun Skywalker versus Blake Christian. I love Blake. Christian I think they got somebody's got to get Blake Christian they got to steal him out of GCW I think he's got a big future I like that guy a lot um he'd be if, at the end of the year when we talk about prospects teaser teaser he might be on my list I'm just saying Blake Christian uh death match Madeo Extremo and Drew Parker and then you have a GCW ultra violent title match so they have a death match and an ultra-fighting title match, which are basically the same thing, let's be honest. Oh, Rina, Re- Yamashita, and Salipo. So there you go. So that's night two for GCW. Obviously, the focus is probably more on night one. But, I mean, they have a rabid following, and uh, I'm sure they'll get some views for that. Moving on from there. Impact, Bound for Glory, 2022. Uh This match card, I believe, is up to date. It's from earlier this week. So, Edwards, you would know probably even a little better than me. If there's any changes, just uh, throw it out there. Uh, Sure. We could go match to match here. Okay. Hmm, Hold on. I think this is right, but for some reason... Now, I got this, I'm I, I'm going to be honest, I got this off the Impact website. It says, Impact Bound for Glory 2022 match card. There's are, now I'm reading this, it's off their website. There are currently seven matches scheduled for Impact Wrestling Slammiversary. And I watched Slammiversary, so I know this isn't the Slammiversary card. But it just seems very weird. Okay. That
1: I'm looking sad. at one that has an eight. Eight matches listed. Eight
2: matches if you One, include two, the pre-show. Three,
1: four, five, six, seven, eight. I got nine. All right. All right, read yours me, and then we'll we'll go from there.
2: Yeah, let me go with the first match and we'll see. Uh this is the pre-show match, so that might be why I have nine. Um Brian Myers issues an open challenge impact digital media championship match on the countdown for Bound for Glory pre-show. So you got Brian Myers with an open uh Open challenge for a title match on a pre-show. I think that's uh, pretty cool. Maybe it's we'll something good there. Is
1: that going to be a, a forbidden door, or is that going to be a signing? I, is I'm there anybody you're
2: Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't Bobby heard Fish. much.
1: Bobby Fish is actually in the... No, uh, he's on the show.
0: Oh, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, on, he's on, on the other match. Yeah, So it must be a signing, because that's right, he's in the gauntlet.
2: Yep.
1: Yeah, I don't know who, who that could be.
2: Yeah, it might be a yeah, it could be a, it could be a forbidden door. Um that'll be interesting. Um I'm gonna have to record that so I can watch it before I actually watch the pay per view. Okay. So call your shot Gauntlet match. How, uh Boonpender Gujar. Close enough. <laughs> okay. Bobby Fish, who we brought up. Uh, mm-hmm. Giselle Shaw Heath Moose PCO Rich Swan, Steve Macklin Sammy Callahan and the 11th is to be determined in the Call Your Shot Gauntlet match so you have another surprise there
1: okay I think there's supposed to be 20 people in this I didn't watch Impact tonight so I don't know if they finished out the the roster for this but yeah, I think yeah, it's going to be that twenty.
2: Total. Also, okay. So yeah, that's all. That's all they had on the website as of five thirty tonight. So I mean, I'm sure. Listen, you're going to see more people in that. Um, yeah, but interesting. Bobby Fish on there. So obviously, uh, no non compete with AEW. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, no no traction on going back to WWE as of yet. I wouldn't. I, I mean, I don't know what, how you guys feel about it, but I wouldn't. I this doesn't tell me that he signed with Impact because we see guys go do shows for them on you know per diems and disappear yeah. all the time. So I would. Yeah. I don't know how to read that, from Bobby Fish. Maybe maybe if you see how the match plays out, maybe that'll give us more of an idea. Uh, this one's interesting. It sounds like Mickey James might be uh, ready to hang him up a bit. Uh, Mia Yim versus Mickey James career threatening match. I mean yeah. does that mean
1: So here's here's her the deal they're doing with her. She's Okay. She made a she cut a promo a few weeks ago.
2: Hot. She
0: looked hot in that promo. <sighs> I don't think she had she a shirt on. She always looks hot. No. She, oh my she,
1: God. she had she's AC. Fine. She's wearing a like, you know, blazer, like almost like a business jacket
2: classy
1: pal with no shirt on
2: oh
1: so just picture that
2: oh yeah. god bless america
1: god damn
2: pal maybe i should take the break now pal yeah
1: <laughs> but she <laughs> she cuts the promo and she said you know i uh you know i got knocked down whatever and this is gonna knock, be my, knock, my last knock, run she's like i'm gonna run to the top <laughs> and if i lose before i get there i'll retire so this is gonna be like a it could end here with Mia Yim. Oh, but okay, okay. She's gonna try and run the gauntlet back to the title.
2: I actually like that because then it gives you. It did that you with don't Angle know when. Yeah. You don't know when it's gonna happen.
1: Right. Okay. Exactly.
2: I yeah. like it.
4: It did something like that with Angle. Yeah, yeah I think they angle did oh, oh, they did. Okay, so something yeah, with Kurt Angle,
2: yeah. All right, for the Impact Knockouts World Tag Team Championship you have Chelsea Green and Deanna Perazzo versus Jessica and Taya Valkyrie i mean you'll be hard pressed to find a uh, a better women's tag match right now and uh, i i'm i listen i'm down on women's wrestling but impact just does it better man they mm-hmm. really do uh they do i'd be looking i i like pretty much everybody in that match that'll be that'll be a good match for their... Impact World Tag Team Championship. Probably the only World Tag Team Championship for women that even matters.
1: Uh, You know, speaking of women, I'll I'll, I'll say this here, because I had a conversation with Stames at some point during the week about how bad AEW's women are. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to run this by you guys. I'm glad this came up. I just thought of it. Um, So we were discussing the fact that uh, they don't, when you watch their matches, I'm just begging for like basic moves because everything just seems sloppy and it's pretty botchy and you never see like, you know, simple headlocks and like takeovers and shit like that. And Stame said, yeah, because they're trying to wrestle like the guys. And I thought to myself, that's a really good point because when you watch impact, like you just said, AC, they just seem to do it better. When you watch an, a, an Impact Women's they build match, a match,
2: they build a match.
1: It, it's an actual wrestling match. It's not just flying around like like the guys in AEW do. Or like like the X Division. It's its own thing. It's like an old basic wrestling match.
2: Right? And you do get now, now I'm not going to say you don't get some uh, right. high risk spots and You stuff do, like you like get that. spots, you
1: but yeah.
2: But but it just seems to be smoother.
1: More controlled?
2: More controlled, yeah. Maybe. Word. Uh, you don't get a lot of what we saw with Julia Hart uh, last week. Um, I mean, well, you know, we're going to get to the women's six-man this week. I, I mean, that if, if you if you want an example, watch. Now, I ha- obviously, we haven't seen this match yet, but I'm going to go out on a limb here.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Watch this tag match and then watch that women's six-man from Dynamite. And yeah. you might see the contrast. Now, again, I'm go, we're going yeah, at this blind here. Yep, I'm yep. just, just because of the, the people who are in the match. Um, listen, I've been watching Deanna prazo for a long time.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: she's, well, she, she comes from one of the best women's stables you'll ever find. Um, you know, uh, you, they're, and they're still, they're still training women out of that stable too. Uh, they're putting them on the indies that probably are better than most of the women you see on TV save, you know, some of the WWE and some of the impact. And there's a select few in AEW. Um, I think given the right circumstances, um, remind me when, when we get into dynamite, Serena Deeb and Tony storm, just remind me that. Cause I don't want to get into it now. Cause it'll take us down a path. Okay. But, um,
1: Whitehouse, House, jump it, jump in on this uh, this women's uh, talker. Would you agree with these statements or no? Yeah, I mean,
4: it, it reckless. Good word. Would be a
0: word yeah. that I use to describe AEW reckless, trying to um, trying to do have that move and trying to do more than what they really need to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why Impact, for as long as they've been doing it, and I think for the most part, outside of a couple here or there, that's what WWE tries to do at least um, is, is to emulate what Impact does, especially with women's wrestling. You know, I, I, I would give Impact that the you know, they like you know, uh, Sor- Soraya or Becky or Charlotte like to look at themselves as the evolution. I 100% whole disagree with that. Mm-hmm. That evolution started at an impact, yep. problem was there weren't a whole lot of eyes on it to watch it,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you mm-hmm. know. And, and Angelina Love,
2: I, ha- I have like, a friend that impact.
0: might agree with you. You know, and <laughs> I'm sure she would. Um, Shout out.
2: Shout out Elvis know, she
0: was involved in that. She was involved in that, uh, revolution as well.
2: Started very, Hey, listen, they all speak very highly of one person. Gailkin. 100%. Yeah. yeah.
1: 100%. And that's the hey. thing that kills me about like this, this debate always pops up, you know, attitude era, bra and panties match, whatever. However you feel about that, whatever. But when you looked at the Impact Knockouts in that era, man. Dude. You're talking about beautiful people. They were yeah. fucking hot as hell, and yep. they could work. Angelina was man. Un... They both. Yes.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: All yeah, of but, them. But that's what beautiful people were. You wanted Dude. the broad panties. You, you had Angelina Love for it. No, not, not knocking her. You know what I mean? Because as her career got there... She did get better. I mean, you know. But in that beginning, you know, you you th- th- in that era, name me so many a WWE that was better than Angelina Love
2: in her prime. You can't. You can't. You know. Um. I think it's 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 not only what you're dressed in. I think it's a like a vibe situation. Yeah. Where. Mm-hmm. Walking out to the ring, interacting with fans, getting in the ring, presented just like a sexiness.
1: You said it. Presentation. It's the presentation it, of it's them. the yep. whole
2: presentation, right. and yep. then we work on top of it, and then we give you that sexy presentation again. Yep. Um, that was that wasn't by accident, right? <laughs> you right. Know what I mean? Yeah. And. It's all well and good. Like, listen, everybody wants to see good wrestling. And if it's good wrestling for women or guys or whatever, great. Nobody's going to complain about that. But I think in that situation, um, what they did is very underrated because of where they did it. Extremely. That's, yes. what, yes. that, that's that's the point of there weren't a whole lot of eyes
0: on it. Because you look at that roster back in those... Two thousand mid two thousand preteen you know that two thousands there mm-hmm. yeah y- y- you can't find a better women's roster and 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 I personally believe that was WWE when WWE finally got their shit together with women's wrestling is when they is when they hired and I and I said it in our show two years ago and I'll say it now was when they hired Sarah Del Rey to run the NXT women's division.
3: Yep. I and then
0: when that. you when when they hired her, that was it, that was it was a done deal. And and, and and the proof was in the pudding because the NXT women's got better put the spotlight on how bad WWE main roster was and then those women moved up and then then you got what you have now in WWE. But that all started with Impact. It it did, or or WWE would have brought in Sarah Del Rey, but it started with Impact.
2: This this is this is what I love about uh, us doing this show together. Uh, I'm gonna toot our own horns here a little bit because I feel like we deserve it.
1: Go ahead, take a victory lap. (laughs) Yes, because
2: we watch not everything, but we watch a lot of things. You know, we might not see every Impact show. We might not see every New Japan or every Ring of Honor or every indie show or, you know, every GCW or every this, every that, every WWE. I mean, we see most of the AEWs and we see a lot of WWE. I get it. But I think when we react to a lot of what we're seeing, we're coming at it from, like, many different vantage points. Like, if, if, if somebody's just a big-time WWE person and their vantage point is that, like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. uh, There's a space for that. And if you're just going to be AEW, and this is why I like to bring in talking about other wrestling shows, as opposed to us just doing AEW, because our knowledge is far, it's more vast than just AEW. Sure. I think that's yeah. why AEW pisses us off at times. And Sometimes we love it, and mm-hmm. sometimes we hate it, and sometimes we feel the way about it we do. Right now, where we're flushing it down the toilet, but you know,
1: what <laughs> yeah. I good job by that. you, by the way.
2: Hey, listen, we're having fun. It's <laughs> all in good fun, Uno. If you're listening, if you didn't write <laughs> us off after the toilet flush, it's all Uno pops
1: for that. He he pops. But
2: for listen, that. we're it's <laughs> you know we're gonna get into this, but Con sends this matches where like he's not allowed to be criticized. You're or I'll tell you this. The size of your audience last night in that building was your criticism, and I think you need yeah. to pay attention to that.
4: Yeah. And, and while be
2: crazy, just a little old AC here.
0: Yeah, because three years ago, being at that first show, we were in the building. It wasn't that building. Well, uh, AEW dude, fans. the Listen,
2: difference is staggering. You, want you to guys listening?
1: Up, guys. You guys listening? These two sent me a video from when they were in the same building Yeah, <sighs> anniversary show. And it was just whichever one of you recorded it. It was just a nice little pan across the crowd just to see the building. Yeah. That building was purposely cut in half on dynamite because it wasn't sold. They, they couldn't, they, it, it was empty behind whatever wall they built going across I, the green. I,
2: I actually checked the floor plan. Yeah. So if you picture this, if you picture the hockey rink, they yeah. cut it at the blue line <sighs> and not the blue line after the yeah. middle of the yeah. ice yeah. the blue line before the middle of the ice
1: that is not good
2: and and i'm um, here 14,000 people were there and i'll tell you what that is not a bullshit number we were there oh, whitehouse and i were yeah. uh, whitehouse and i were there
1: and they had yeah. to have 3 3 maybe 4 last night
2: and i and i'll tell you what chris jericho
1: Fourth,
2: if, mm. if they're lucky. You know who got the biggest ovation of that night? Chris Jericho. No, it was yeah. Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Cody Rhodes. By a lot.
1: But nobody knew close. who he was back yeah, then.
2: Yeah, but nobody no, knew him. No one knew who he was. No They just jeered for him. Look at the guy with the blonde hair and the hot wife. <laughs> Let's jeer for him. Yeah. yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. okay, Chris. Nobody yeah. knows who he was. Yeah, oh, yeah. God, All that, right, Irvine. That, yeah. that That's why when, when Lombardi brought him to Waterbury, when they started AEW... They got in trouble with the fire marshal because they fucking put too many people in the building. There was like thirty five hundred people. They were all there to see Cody. That show, "Honest to God's Truth," had about two thousand ticket sales pre-sale. Cody sent out one tweet. Almost thirty five hundred people set showed up. They're at a so, so- shithole. Yeah. In Waterbury, Connecticut yeah. on a January night in the freezing cold. And, and a perspective, so don't tell me nobody knew him. <laughs> there could have been
0: more in that shit dump place where I knew exactly where they were. And that was the angle. Was that the Angle Cage match? With no, Cody? no. That
2: was no, this was uh that was at Crosby. That, yeah, that this Cros- one was at the that Waterbury fucking dump, Even worse. The right. yeah, it was at the Waterbury so, yeah. So so the POW.
0: There could have been just as many at the PAL than last night at an
2: anniversary show. So I'm gonna give you guys I'm gonna give just you guys a, a quick explanation about the Waterbury PAL. When I left the Waterbury PAL and my car was still there, I was excited. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. Yeah. We'll move on. Oh. But it's it's so funny how we've we were so mad at Cody and now I'm
1: like I know.
2: I oh, I mean, slow your roll. I, I, not, I was, you, yeah, not you. Not you.
1: It was us. You too. were the <laughs> fair one. You were the fair one. You were. You were.
2: Yeah, I was probably the most over the top one. Hollywood was pissed.
1: I was pretty pissed. <laughs>
2: yeah. And I let that son of a bitch white get me going, too. I love you, white. I love you. Yeah.
1: But getting back to what we were saying, though, and this is, I mean, not to sound like, you know, whatever.
2: <laughs> but, Sound like whatever, brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was actually a little a little bummed out watching Dynamite when Paige Soraya had the locker room come out. Because I got really super excited that they had one of the members of the TNA knockouts revolution as the new coach, Madison Rain. Yeah. Madison rain. I'm a huge Madison rain fan going back to that era. And it's like, you can already see. And it's, it's, it's sad because Tony storm is a good worker. If she's one-on-one working, uh, same thing with Athena. If she's one-on-one working, she's pretty good. But I don't know how, like you could already see it because Madison rain came out and she just looks like she doesn't belong. Like she doesn't fit. And I have a feeling she's there, And I don't know who's in her ear, but somebody's in her ear already because how, how do you, okay. has got his
2: new shiny toy again. He's got his new shiny toy again.
1: But if she's like going to have some kind of backstage producer role over the women, how can you come from a place that was taught with psychology, like in the revolution of the impact, uh, knockouts, to hear and you're told, okay, Madison, here's the match. Here's the big women's match for the night. It's a trios match. So how is she supposed to, like, produce that match?
2: Well, bro- brother, let me ask you this. If, if you wanted to put on the best rest- re- re- women's wrestling match, re- women's wrestling show, whatever. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, and I'm not saying this to knock Paige or Soraya, because I think... um. You know, she has some years in the business and, uh, sure, you know, sure. she's done. She's won titles and, you know, she's she, she came over from the UK as a young, you know, a young woman. And,
1: yep. and I think her mom and dad thing. were her mom and yeah. dad are like bookies. Yeah, over so there or I'm something.
2: not yeah. I'm not I'm not saying this to knock her. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, if you look at the qualifications now, clearly who who's going to come out and get a bigger pop when you announce her name? She is. Oh, of course. She's uh, and she's UK the whole thing. Gorgeous. She's got her fake titties now and her and her t- tattoos. And I listen. I ain't, I ain't judging. I love her. I oh god. And but also Matt Madison Rain. It, 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 if I'm gonna take knowledge, I think I'm gonna go with Madison Rain, yeah. especially if we're talking about behind the scenes, but maybe even on screen. You know, this is stuff we could get into as we get in AEW because I think it's happening with the men and the women. I think it's happening in all their divisions that really aren't divisions. And it's funny you bring that. The problem is the common denominator is the owner. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah, yeah,
2: is the CEO. uh, You know, listen, uh, it it is what it is. We're just being fair. Well, let's let's get through this uh, card and get through to uh, WWE, then we'll get to the AEW. Um. The OGKs, Matt Taven and Mike Bennett, the uh, Impact champions, defend the titles against Motor City Machine Guns, Alex Shelley, Chris Sabin, Impact World Title Match. Uh, listen, World, World Tag Team Title Match, sorry. Uh, this is, you know, this is going to be a good match. I, I mean, these guys know each other. They've wrestled forever. Um it almost feels like old school like kind of flair, which is kinda of crazy to think about, but it kinda of is. Mm. You know, and it gives you a little bit of a ring of honor feel too. So uh very cool. Um I mean, I don't know what Shelly and Sabin I, 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 I don't know. I Saban's been with impact for a while. I don't know what Shelly's deal is. Um, could we get a title change here? I mean, Edwards, you probably know better than uh myself. But uh my guess is probably Taven and Bennett are going to continue on.
1: Yeah, I think uh this is just going to solidify them more. Maybe maybe there's some antics with Maria. But they just won the belts. The OG OG's just yeah. won the belts. So I think they're just going to, you know, it's just going to build them up more by but, and
2: they're they're working the in guns. these again uh, mm-hmm. and I know they've been working uh NWA so maybe Impact would want them to carry those titles around a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. As a makes promotion. sense. Yep. Yeah. Uh so here's funny again Now, I'm going to reiterate, I'm on the Impact website. Guys, you got to do better. you got to do better. Remember how we were counting the matches and you guys were like eight and I got nine? Yeah. And I said, well, because I have the pre-show match and it's Brian Myers issues an open challenge. Well, guess what they have here. Brian Myers issues an open challenge.
1: (laughs) Okay. There you
2: go. So I guess maybe they put it on the pre-show and forgot to pull it out of the main card. I have no idea. Either way, we'll move on. I'm just, it's there. This is a good one. Impact X Division Championship Match. Mike Bailey and Frankie Kazarian. Stames. Stames is the the god of pro wrestling and the DJ Stames.
1: You know what the best part about this is? best part about this is he can't stand Mike Bailey. He can't stand him. So he's going to be all.
2: Isn't Mike Bailey on GCW?
1: I think he, he was. was yeah.
2: No, but I in. thought I I thought I said you, you he read was on his name. One of the shows. You read his name. Oh, yep. must, yeah. So, oh, he must be on the Saturday show because Impact's Friday night. Just so we all. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. He's in a single match on Saturday, so
1: double duty for Bailey this weekend. <clears throat> there you go. The hardest working man, Stames. He's the hardest working man in pro wrestling. Come on. Like all right. Bailey.
2: So, Impact Knockouts World Championship match: Jordan Grace. And Masha Slamovich or Slovich. Slamovich. You know me with names.
1: They say Slam. It's fine. Uh,
2: Slamovich, right?
1: Slamovich.
2: Slamovich, okay. Yeah.
1: Um she's undefeated, actually. So they're booking yeah. her really strong to go and against think, Jordan. You
2: think she's gonna get this? Uh No, nah, I think Jordan's gonna keep it.
1: I think Jordan keeps it too, but.
0: Yeah. It's gonna be monkey shit, but uh but uh, I think I don't I,
1: I don't see them taking it off Jordan yet. By the way, Jordan Grace is pretty damn awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah, she is. Yeah. Um, talk about someone who's really like uh, found her way and impact, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and 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 done a lot of hard work. Uh, a lot of hard work. Uh, very, yep. I'm a big fan of Jordan Grace.
1: Grace Spinebuster.
2: Yep. Yes. Yeah, very. Love it. Even nater's been put
1: over. It. Dude, Did our Danderson? Danderson?
0: Arn Anderson put over. I don't remember. Nice. I heard it, but nice. Anderson's put over Jordan Grace's uh, spine buster.
2: Could have awesome. been on his podcast. Yeah, he okay. put her over. Awesome. I love it. Yeah, that's great. All right, and the main event: Impact World Championship match. This guy I love. I've been on him for a long time. Uh, the champion, Josh Alexander, versus. I almost want to call him Steady Eddie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. <laughs> The guy that stood by impact uh, when a lot of people didn't. uh, Sammy Callahan's one of those guys, too. Mm -hmm. Um, Eddie Edwards, who's part of Honor No More now, uh, which, I mean, I get it. He was a Ring of Honor guy. It almost doesn't make sense to me, though, because he's been. They need a name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, He's almost like. To me, Eddie Mm -hmm. Edwards is like to impact what Jay Lethal is, the ROH. I don't know. I just find, like, a parallel there. but Yeah, it's uh, just it's just the name. Yeah. So mate. we get we get the title match here. Um, I think Alexander is going to hold on to it. Uh, I think he's got a run in him here. I think it's going to take something big. He may carry it for a while. Could be wrong. Um, You never know what impact, but I think you're going to get – I think you're going to get a very solid to very good main event here. I oh, it's going to
3: Great main, go, ahead, good, good oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. You
0: go ahead. Nah, I, just... I think it's be a great main event. I just, I just think it's another belt to put on Outer No More to continue to continue building on that. Uh, you could, yeah, it's stable be because because I could see. I mean, I could I mean, Edwards, you, I'm, I'm in and out of impact because I don't have access. But mm. I could see, I could I mean, Josh Alexander, man, modern day Kurt Angle. That's where. That's how I see Josh Alexander. I just
2: love everything this cat does. But for for just, all you old-school fans, remember how many times White House told me the North sucked? Yeah. Well,
0: I'm
2: just,
0: <laughs> yeah. I, See, here's the thing, though. I like Josh Alexander I'm by fucking, himself. I'm fucking with you. I just didn't like that tag team. Just like yeah, I like Paige by himself. I know. You do. You do.
2: You, yeah.
0: you like Paige. I know. Yeah. I know. I'm, and, I'm, I'm fucking with you. Yeah, I you know you are. And so I can see them just to build the stable up. I don't know if they're going to do this, but, I mean, you got Kenny King involved in the X Division. You can see him taking that belt, put Eddie Edwards, this belt, and they got all four and they run the place. I can see uh, something like that as part of a storyline.
2: I don't know. I'm kind of over Kenny King.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I kind of am too. Uh, White House, am- I think you're, I think you're thinking in a good way, but I think they're going to go the other way. Um, Especially with the fact that like, if you look at impacts roster, AC, you just said it. Uh, he's Mr. Impact to me, Edwards. Uh-huh. And, uh, they also just put Josh over EY. So that was a slamversary, I guess. Yeah. So I think, you know, to them, their legends currently on the roster are probably Eric Young and Eddie Edwards and the guns. So if he gets, yep. you know, if he goes over uh, Edwards this time, now Josh is looking like the man, you know, and I, I hope that's what they do actually. So, yep. Alexander. I, yeah.
2: I, I'm, I'm with you, Edwards. I I mean, I I... See White House's point, and I'm not saying he's wrong. Right, right. I, exactly. I think the right way to go is w- the way you're thinking, but listen, uh, uh you know, uh, I I could see it going either way because it's it's impact. See, I can too. You're right. I, yeah, I, 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 you know. Um, the, the the one thing I worried about uh, with with Josh's run is just with their roster, him running out of challengers. So yes, you know, maybe like. You know, like Andrade or any of these
1: people that are, yeah. See, they're they are so <laughs> Can close.
2: We get them an impact or something. I,
1: I feel like the impact roster is getting there. Like it's so close. It just needs yeah. a couple more guys. Like Honor No More the is White great guys
2: too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, totally, totally. Like Honor Honor No More breathed like a new life into Impact. Now they need opponents too. You know what I mean? So you gotta like yeah. they're almost there, dude. Like maybe Bobby Fish it, could be a guy. Maybe I don't know, Gresham, maybe maybe Bobby. you can pull Gresham, yep. But they're almost there again.
2: It's you you, want, kind you of wonder exciting. if certain guys and I know I know and I know they're doing a lot with him now, but you, you almost wonder if like Lethal and you know, maybe even Joe and some of these other guys were like, Hmm, man, if we went to impact. You know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah. could it oh man. which is still possible down the road. We'll see. Yep. Um we'll do Extreme Rules kick and then we'll get into the uh, AEW stuff. Um And again, I got this off the WWE website, so I hope it's accurate. Um, When I first looked at it, I was um, I was like, "Wow!" I'm like, "Not enough matches." Uh, But I keep I keep I keep forgetting that they do these three hour pay per views now, which is great. So I'm thinking that's what this is. This I got
1: probably probably,
2: six matches, which is about what they've been doing for these the. well, they don't call them pay-per-views anymore. What do they call them? Uh, uh, a
1: premium, premium live, premium live events,
2: premium live. So this premium live event, PLE. I don't know. Sounds like obviously pal. this has nothing to do with match order. It's. I'm just. We'll just go with it. I'm just going to go in the order that was on their website. Uh, SmackDown's women's championship. Uh, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey in an extreme rules match. Um, whew. I mean, I don't even know who I'd pick in this match. Uh, I mean, I guess Ronda would probably win it. Fucking Ronda, God! But I they're just, also I'm, saying uh, that over. They're Liz also Morgan, saying bro. like, Liv is ready to like do some crazy shit. You know what I mean? So it, it makes you wonder.
1: Did you guys uh, see the spot with her and uh, Lacey Evans?
2: Yeah. She went ape shit
1: with the cane, and then she.
2: Oh yes, 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 yes. And yeah.
1: she top rope through the table. That that actually yeah. looked yeah. really good. I got to yeah. give live Liv props for that. It yeah, there's awesome.
0: pictures. They took pictures of her back, um, backstage, and yeah, man, she took a bump, man. Yeah, yeah, she did. Yeah.
2: All right, so we got that match. Um, we got the Raw Women's Championship match: Bianca Belair versus Bailey. Oh, uh, yeah. Ass,
1: Speaking of TNA, oh, yeah, he's
2: yeah. ah. oh, looking good lately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, and this, this is a ladder match. Uh, I, I this is the first yes. ever one on one women's yep. ladder match. For I'm, I'm actually
1: pumped for this because it's a one on one ladder match. Can't wait.
2: Yeah, um, we had some uh thoughts from Triple H about this earlier this week. Uh, they're not going to use the really tall ladders.
1: Yep. Um, oh, glad you brought some, this up.
2: He had some thoughts about. Um, this is some, and I, I feel like we, it's good to talk about this because we've been crushing AEW for a lot of this these reasons, and he's basically saying like, we could still get this done. Risk reward. Um, does it make sense to do this spot? You know. To get over, but how does it affect your life down the road type of thing? Yep. So I think Triple H is really thinking logically here, which uh, I, people in other places need to do. And do listen, you guys- <laughs> I still think you're going to get a really good match here.
1: Do you guys get the impression that Triple H is almost trolling him at this point? Because there's yeah. it's not only this.
2: Oh, 100 but- fucking percent.
1: And we have we haven't talked about this on a show yet, but this white rabbit thing they're doing. uh uh-huh. yes. They're still doing it. This is like a viral marketing campaign. Oh, you... oh for, yeah. Like like they're teaching like, okay, let me teach Tony how to do a viral mystery because this yeah, is yeah, how yeah, you yeah. do it. Let, let me teach Tony how to take care of young women in a wrestling ring. Like <laughs> I, it's just funny. Like it's almost like he's trolling them on purpose with this shit it's, it's
2: hilarious you bring that up because my last thing before we went to aw was gonna bring up the white rabbit <laughs> and oh nice. i just wonder if we're gonna get something about it but uh we'll we'll get into that after we get through the card for sure okay. um but yeah dude i don't i don't know if it's necessarily trolling or the fact that they're aware what's going on there and they're just like yeah this is not the way to do it yeah you, you know, maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, you know, he's trolled them before Triple H himself, you know, early on, you know, you and you and Stames did the viral YouTube video when he oh, trolled right. the EVPs. You yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. Um, fucker was right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, he was. <won't. laughs> but yeah, so, uh, I think we're going to get a Bailey win here. Um,
1: I do but, too. Yeah, I think so too.
2: Uh I think we're also I, I think you're gonna be like this is gonna be like uh every now like uh when you had Bailey and Sasha uh on the NXT match, you know uh Brit and uh what's her name had the uh the hardcore match, that kind of I think it's gonna be one of those matches.
1: Yeah. yeah like, I think so too.
2: You know, as down as I am on the women's wrestling, we talk crap about it, but I think this match is gonna be one of those memorable matches it's another notch on bailey's belt you got so, yeah and you know, i yeah. think it's a not it'll probably be a notch on uh, oh, oh absolutely belt 100 um i think you, she, you have two two of the the ones that are in their uh their prime right now that are doing their thing the best as good as anybody um like like some of the ones we talked about in impact uh and th- it's been a great build they put a lot of effort into it uh I, I didn't I, – some of the segments were a little bit long. Some of it was a little bit too much for me. But it definitely matters. Like, you definitely care about it. Like, it, it just having gone back to Raw the last four or five weeks, I'm like, all right, damn, now yeah, I want to see who wins this now. You know what I mean? I, 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 I've kind of followed along. It Following along with it makes if, – if I probably watched this blind, I would be like, oh, I hope Bayley kills her. But having watched it, I'm like, you know what? This could be a really good... There might be a story to be told within the match here.
4: But uh, we'll move on from that.
2: <coughs> Speaking of a story that's been told over time, Drew McIntyre, carrying cross strap Match. And I'm really interested in this one. Uh, I think this is going to have a lot to say on where... Uh, where they're headed with these types of guys going forward. You know, it's like almost like one of the guys, one of Vince's last guys that he was bringing back to put over versus the Triple H guy. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading too much into it. White House. This one's going to be a good one. Um,
0: and uh, it's a guy that, you know, that bits, they're you know, carried through COVID. You know, and it's a guy that Vince buried when he killed his character when he got to RAW. So yeah, I mean, you can see you can see that. And carrying is his Hunter's guy, and even Drew was a Hunter's guy at NXT as well. But um, you know, so I'm I'm curious to see where they go with this. Uh, Drew's so big and hot that he could take a loss here, especially when it's done right. This one is this one I feel is going to continue building carrying cross's uh character
2: no I, i think you brought up a good point there i think if if you look at the guy who could come out of it better off losing it's probably drew i think it would be a big step back for cross if he loses this match but i don't know i think i still think it's interesting to see where they go with it uh I think Cross will probably win. I think they'll muck it up, though. I think if Drew's going to take the loss, I think they're going to do something to protect them. In some oh, kind no of doubt. Maybe something to do with something we brought up earlier. I was kind of, I don't know, the thought kind of popped in my head, but we'll we'll get there. Um, Hollywood.
1: Yeah, I agree with you guys 100%. Uh, the, uh, the only thing I'll add is we, um, which, by the way, part two, when you're listening to this, tonight smackdown gunther and sheamus two uh, this match has the potential to be something that blows us away i think it's going to be brutal they're going to mm-hmm. they're they're, they're going to be bruised and battered and i think we're going to be talking about this next week like oh my god
2: yeah there's so. a, there's a couple of matches on this card that could really give you something um and i you know what i'm not the biggest riddle fan But I think this is something different. Uh, You got uh, the special guest referee, Daniel Cormier, DC, who I love. um, (laughs) Former double champ champ from the UFC. Um, Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins. Inside the fight pit. So this is something different. Another wrinkle. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly what to expect. But, uh, you know, Rollins has kind of been the good soldier here for a while now. And I think this is time where Rollins is going to have a big showing and uh, start, you know, getting himself back into being the top guy again. Because I think he's done a lot of work for a lot of people and maybe it's time for him to start doing some big work too. Hollywood, what do you feel? Or see yes, there
1: are. Uh, I, I think is this their second match? White House, can you help me? Uh, I think-
0: uh, pay per view. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I think Riddle takes this one, and we might get I a third. I do too.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm,
1: might yeah. get a third so match out of them.
2: Seth, the first one.
1: Yeah, Seth won the first one. I think this this is going to be Riddle, Riddle was on Riddle's obvious turf because he's you know? like
2: the the real MMA. It player. is. It's like, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. It totally is obvious, but yeah. Yeah, I, I think mean, if, I, I, if Seth wins this, I think it's over, and I'm not sure they're ready to do that yet.
2: Okay, yeah, that yeah
1: I, I'm go. not sure. I'm not sure. Well, that's guys... kind
2: of what I think too. Like, if he wins, it's because he's moving on.
1: Hmm.
4: I can so see either you way. Right. Maybe,
2: maybe they maybe they go another one and then.
4: Yeah, I could
0: see either way.
2: Actually, okay, fair enough. White House.
0: Yeah, I, I see Matt going over it because I think Seth Seth's doing his job very well with Matt right now that's making another guy that you could believe could be a main eventer and that's what you're really getting out of this is you're not just getting the bro that bro character of Matt Seth is bringing out a very serious very pissed off Matt Riddle that you can really get behind not just the bro you know what I mean And though that's still part of his character but you know it's, it's 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 just goes to how good Seth really is, uh-huh. and now we have another 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 main event
2: guy in the making, and wait, it's this it just, it just kind of popped in my head. listening to you talk, and, ma- and you could be right. And what if this is setting up something with Seth and DC?
0: One hundred percent.
2: I I, you know what I I mean. I, I I was wondering.
0: See, I was I was I was going down the same the same aisle, but just a different pew. Yeah. I was wondering if this is setting up something, and I don't know how
2: you could or do maybe it. Maybe Riddle in DC, DC
0: and Brock. Mm. This opens the door. DC getting involved, and 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 I don't know how, but you could lead this. And Brock gets involved. And You get DC Brock.
2: Well, I mean that. I mean that would. That's obviously something that makes a lot of sense considering the history there.
0: That's um, that's, that's yeah
2: yeah. yeah that's that's I mean that's probably WrestleMania type stuff. I would think. Oh yeah.
0: You know, but this um, opens which, that door. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, Holy Edge shit! Versus, Imagine that, huh? DC and Brock in the, <laughs> the WWE universe. Oh my
2: god! Yeah, it's crazy. It I mean, crazy. listen. I, I I wanted them to fight in the real, you know, in the UFC stuff. So, I'll, I mean, I'll take I'll take what we could get here. That's sure. where. I, that's exactly where I'm coming from. Take and honestly, get. like I I kind of want to see DC with an open mic cutting because he he could cut he could cut promos on guys. Oh, fuck yeah! All right, uh, Edge and Finn Balor in an I Quit match. Um, I mean, listen. This is something that's been going on. A while now, uh, I kind of picked it up in the middle here with the Dominic Mysterio stuff. Uh, you also have a, kind of like a side story with AJ. Um, I mean, I, I, I have no idea who's going to win the match here. Uh, I just think this is, I don't know how you blow off this story on this pay-per-view either. So, I don't know. I don't know what you're going to get. What I, I I mean, Hollywood jump in. Uh, I think this is just going to be a continuation here with this one too.
1: Yeah, I think I would like to see Edge just go over and maybe they move on, but Mm -hmm. I I think Finn's going to go over. Dirty, obviously. Uh, Mm -hmm. I did want to bring up the fact on Raw this week, something that I loved. Uh, Two on two was Ray and AJ versus uh, Finn and Damian. There's a spot there. Ray's outside the ring and he's stepping to... Rhea Ripley, sorry. And she's slowly backing up, and Dominic steps in front of Rhea Ripley.
2: And Oh, with the hit me, hit me, dad thing? You know? Hit
1: me, hit me, and then he drops to his knees, bro. Yeah. He gets down on his knees because his dad's so short. I was like, holy shit.
2: I got I to be honest. I haven't seen it with Dominic yeah, until now.
1: That, that's that, yes that's my point yep
2: yeah I, I think there there's a there's another level that's not just it's like happy-go-lucky kid who's with his dad Yep. which is this storyline and the other thing too is it's like when you see the the way that aw like pop shotted the fucking billy gunn storyline with his kids it's just, it's yep just, So much better. Yeah. And I'll bring up another one from that match was Ray and AJ at the end there.
1: Where Mm -hmm.
2: Ray and AJ got into it, but then they beat AJ down.
1: Yeah. Could we Um, see
2: AJ helping them, though?
1: I I, I actually could. uh, White House, I want to kick it to you because I'm looking at your uh, little picture on Skype and it says Bullet Club.
0: Yeah, um, there's two, there's two, there's two things, there's two ways I can see this going, right? And and this is where my mind is with this storyline right now. Well, the first, let me first say Finn's getting the win because Finn is the ultimate Triple H boy, and if anybody's getting a big push now that Triple H is in, in charge, it's gonna be Finn Balor. Just saying. So get that out of the way. Now with AJ, it could go two different ways. You can do this, bring AJ in, or the theme of this evening is we've been talking a lot about Impact. And there was an AJ character that I really dug in Impact. The Lone Wolf, mm. AJ. Now, can we see that mm. here? That is what I'm, that's the one I'm hoping for here.
4: The Lone Wolf one.
1: That's when he was teasing. He was going to join the aces and eights, right? Yes, that's what you're talking about.
0: Yes. Oh man. Yes. yes. Yes.
1: Yeah, give it to me. Yep, I'll take it. White House, book it. <laughs> I'm in.
0: <laughs> but I can also see it going the other way. I just would prefer the lone wolf one. Yeah. Because that one, we're going to get what what we we WWE fans from years ago got robbed of, and that was a Finn Balor. AJ Styles program.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point too.
0: That's that's kind of where I'm going. That's where I would like it to go. But it could go both ways. Mm-hmm. I just, rather than them trolling to doing their Bullet Club thing, which they've done that trolling so many times, bring back a character from AJ's past. That one was fucking good. Yeah, it was. Just Impact didn't do it for a long period of time. Yeah, Go to that one. Yeah. Go to
2: that one. Yep. That's that. Yep. I agree. All right. One more match. Uh, the Brawling Brutes versus Imperium. Uh-huh. Six oh, man. Team match. Old-fashioned. Oh, man. Donnie Brute match. And this match is going to be sick. I can't oh, wait. This is really. going to be <laughs> the best match of the night on this Would concert. you open the yep. show with this match? I think I would.
1: Oh, man. Dude, I might be spent after watching it. Like, seriously. <laughs> I think-
2: save it to the end. I want to
0: save it to the end. <laughs> Let me get through all the, you know, uh, the no offense, ladies. Let me get through all the ladies no, I stuff. No, think, I
2: think the Hoo-la. Raw women's match goes last. I, I, I do. I think Bianca and, and Bailey will go last. See, I think they'll start with that ladder match. Uh, they put a lot of work into it. It's been a big theme of Raw. They intertwined the whole show with it two weeks ago. That's true. They closed the show with it a lot in the last few weeks. Well, yeah, uh, you could be right. I, I think that's going to be the main event. Um
1: yeah, I think this this Imperium versus Brawling Brutes, it might be my favorite thing in wrestling right now. Like to watch. Like every time these any of these guys are on screen, I'm like popping. Dude, dude, it's so good. It is.
2: Does it bother you that the brawling brutes showed up and lost on NXT (laughs) this week? Did they? Yes.
3: Yeah,
2: that bothered me. That bothered me. They lost to the NXT tag champions. Yeah, that bothered me. Such I don't a- know that I would have done that. No, no. maybe not. <laughs> no,
0: I I would, I would. wish they didn't do that either. That did bother me. I'm glad you brought that up. But I really dig the Imperium right now. Yeah. And I honestly would like, you know, as much as I like Sheamus and, and the Brutes, Imperium going over on this makes sense. And maybe do something with the bloodline down the road. mm Mm. Okay. <laughs>
1: that was another thing I liked about Raw, too. They beat the shit out of Sheamus. And as they're walking out, Sheamus says he's laying down with the mic. Yeah. And he's like, Is that all you yeah. guys got? Yeah. And then they yeah. went back down yeah. and beat him down again. It, yeah. It's so good. So good. Gunther you know, uh, is so good. Let get into that good, last man.
2: point again. Uh, the, the the funny part, uh, obviously, you had some people that couldn't make it because of the devastating hurricane in Florida, which uh, we sent our best to all of them. Um, but the Usos weren't there. Well, the, uh, uh, the two, the brothers. Well, they're all brothers. The, the tag team champion. Was
1: Jimmy there. and Jay. Jimmy and Jay.
2: Jimmy and Jay. Yes, thank you. Yep. Jimmy and Jay weren't there. And I love that call. It, it's just something little. And this is, this is what I'm fucking talking about with details at AEW, where they never do this. Jimmy and Jay aren't there. And there's really no way to explain them not being there. And then Michael Cole goes, "Well, fresh off their tag team title defense, they were given the night off to celebrate." Yes.
1: Yes. Boom. Boom. That's all it takes. That's it's it not
2: takes. even a great explanation, but nope. it's a fucking explanation. Yes.
1: Hundred. <laughs> and that's yeah. all you need. Yes.
2: PK, that's all you need. Yep. All of your best stars are gone. Why? On your TV show? Why? We'll get there. Um, okay. the way rabbit. Yes. Are we gonna get? I, I'm, I'm thinking in Cross and Drew, we could see something or any anywhere else on this show. But uh, do you think we get to pay off from that on this pay-per-view or is it going to no. move on? And uh, yeah, you think you think they're going to build up more White offs? Yeah, yeah.
0: The pay-per-view is not big enough. I can see them paying it off like at the Saudi pay-per-view because they're trying to make that big. I'm not saying they've yeah. got up, but I can see that. As much as I don't like it either, I agree. But I can see him paying it off there because that's bigger than this one. I don't think this pay per view is th- that big enough, even though it is a premium live event. But I don't think it's the I don't think it's the big
1: one to do. I with kind it. of agree. Yeah, I kind of agree. I wouldn't mind seeing this run a little <laughs> bit longer, but I think the obvious thing that we're not thinking about is it's October. It's Halloween, mm-hmm. so I wouldn't be surprised if they do do it. Uh, Saturday. And I think because there was speculation as people are trying to figure this out, they're breaking it down like it's the freaking JFK video, you know, uh, online. Yeah. But there was a day where people tied in the White Rabbit to the Lucha Underground connection with Karrion Cross because uh, mm. he was in that White Rabbit group, the yep, yep, yep. whatever it was. But I was thinking, well, maybe that is their, you know,
2: See, maybe Bray count- will
1: debut against Carrion Cross, and that'll be their because f- that would be kind of a oh, really maybe. cool thing to watch. I was
2: them. just thinking the countdown, and then that, and then tying it together. Maybe, and that could be your way to protect Drew. Type of thing. Y-
1: they, yeah, 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 yeah. So
2: it's 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 definitely very interesting to watch. I'll tell you uh, this pay per view Saturday. Uh, I am going to avoid all spoilers, and as soon as I get home, I'm going to watch it because of that uh i if if something like that happens i just want to see it without knowing so if you're out there and you're listening and you want to text me about this please don't (laughs) (laughs) well let's take a quick break we'll be right back uh with aew talk dynamite and and more right here cool truth podcast productions Retromania wrestling podcast network cool truth we'll be back
1: you're listening to a cool truth podcast production
0: Retromania Pro Wrestling Podcast Network is a moonsault media production and is intended for private use only. For more information, contact RetromaniaPodcast at gmail.com.
2: All right, Cool Truths are back. Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network, Cool Truth Podcast Productions, AEW Dynamite, and AEW Talk. Boy, where do we start? Hollywood. Mm. What are your thoughts about Dynamite this week? We brought up the small crowd. It was glaring to me with that little ramp and the little floor seats. Uh... You know, Tony might want to act like this isn't happening, but it is. Yeah. You know, where are you at with that? Before we get into specifics on the show, where are you at with all that?
1: Um, I think it's concerning, especially that they, uh, promoted this as their anniversary show. Mm -hmm. I think, I think they were hoping that you and we said it earlier on the show, you and wild house, you guys were there at the first one, but you weren't there this year. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And he's got he's to look at this and he's got to think to himself, okay, why? What happened? And I don't think because he's been doing fucking interviews out the ass and nothing, it seems like nothing is his fault, whether it it's TV like ratings, whether damage it's control, it's a, everything. It's he's like he's defending raccoon. himself, he's constantly defending raccoon. himself. And I, I don't know if he could be helped at this point because, you know, we have these conversations every week. And we know who's backstage. We know the veterans that are back there, and it just keeps getting worse. Mm. TV ratings, attendance, and now Andrade and Sammy. Andrade's gone, I guess.
2: Well, the pay-per-view buys are down. Yeah. Show. Yeah. I mean, every he, he could say ratings are. <sighs> what is he when he says ratings are up? What 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 exactly is he referring to? I, I'd love to know.
1: Well, they I mean, bro- they like, broke a million again last night.
2: Yeah, but, but the demo. Yeah, but the demo that he always talks about was down.
1: Well, then he doesn't talk about it when it's down. It's hysterical. <laughs> and when 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 we say it's up, like they barely cracked a million. It was like a million one zero two nine point whatever. Like it, yeah. you did a million, bro. You did a million. Stop. Yeah,
2: the, the uh, 10,500 people that didn't show up to this show that showed up to the original one in DC uh, watched on TV. So you, you broke a million. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Is that that what happened?
1: And the other thing, too, I'll throw in. uh,
2: Dude, they're selling floor seats at Bridgeport for next month for twenty nine dollars.
1: Yeah. Yep. I think uh, another part of the problem is
2: Bethany's twenty five this weekend.
1: Cornette read the hourly or the quarterly breakdown of last week's dynamite. Okay. it started at one one point two million.
2: So that's every half hour.
1: That's where it started. Okay. at eight, At eight o'clock, and then yeah, I'm, just,
2: I'm just trying to get my bearings on what we're talking about here. So we're talking about half hour segments. Yes. Okay.
1: And by the by the end of the last half hour for the the Jericho, what was it? Whatever the main oh, event it Moxley was that week.
2: And, uh, wasn't it Moxley and? Uh, didn't Moxley win the title last week? No, Jericho in uh. A- Oh, no, you're right. Jericho and Bandito. Sorry. Sir. Bandito, Bandito. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It was like I... 800 and some thousand.
2: I was thinking of Grand Slam. Sorry.
1: So it just slowly goes down. And I think yeah. that's a, that's that's everything, man. That's, that's again, like the attendance. So, so the...
2: you have a quarter of your audience mm-hmm. that turns the show on and says, give me a reason to stay here.
1: Exactly. And you don't yep.
2: give them a reason to stay.
1: So I think it's very hard to ask people to take the trip, go out on a Wednesday night. There's work in the morning, there's school in the morning, all that shit. You got to take it into account. Is it worth it at this point? And people are saying no.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean, you guys said earlier, 14,000 and they did maybe three, 4,000. Yeah. Three years later. Dude, that is not good. That
2: is a, I mean, that's not a little difference there. Uh-huh. That is a seismic shift. Uh, yep. White House, before we get to specifics, where are you at with all this stuff? It's... uh, it's, Backstage, wherever you want to go.
0: You know, I think that all plays into the reason why they took a 10,000-fan hit on an anniversary show where they were three years ago and where they are now. I got a quote. This came from uh, Busted Open. Con likes to go on there every now and then. Mm-hmm. And then... This is in regards to the some of the criticism out there, and this is Tony. I see some of the stuff people say, and I always want to want to take anything in a good faith from the fans, but I do see a lot of people adjacent to WWE in bad faith talking about the level of build. Well, there's a lot of build ar- around. A lot of these matches. And it's also go back and watch an old wrestling show from the 80s or 90s. <laughs> and sometimes you'll see two wrestlers wrestling for a spot, wrestling for the win. Winner's purse. That is the that is a trope in wrestling that needs to continue to be a thing. You can call it a cold match if you want. But sometimes things start out of new issues. Not anything, is, not everything is going to have weeks or months of build going into it. Although a lot of stuff should.
2: <laughs> wait, 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 hold. Wait. I, this, there, there's so many ways I could go with that. There's so many ways I could. Go I'm glad with you read this. that. I'm honestly glad you read that comment because when I, I when I heard I, it yesterday, I was, was gonna, before, you know, it,
0: yeah. I was going to shoot it, but I wanted to save it because I knew what we were going to talk about, AEW. Dude, this is this is, this is is a issue I have with this man. That he's comparing what he's doing. Let's just use Dynamite, for example. He's using what he's doing on Dynamite and comparing it to what they were doing in the 80s or 90s. <laughs> All right. <laughs> dude you're not even near the 90s bro let's yeah. just throw
2: that out of there for a minute yeah and, and yep. let, well, let's 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 throw something the else 80s. Into this. when you want it, when you want to talk about your target audience 18 to 49p and you're talking about the 80s you just took that audience and made it into like a fifth yeah of what it would be yeah like, maybe less like what what do you mean like let me let me ask you guys a question if, if he's so right about all this, that stuff with the acclaimed was a miracle.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It, there, there was no story. There was no build. There, there was no something that happened out of thin air. There was a live crowd that got into a team that's very entertaining and said, holy shit, we want this team to win. Yep. And they all got into it. And then what happened? Tony Khan responded to the audience. Yep. So this is what Tony. This is what Tony's telling you with his comments. When you respond positive, I'll give you what you want. But if you respond negative, you're wrong.
0: And and, and let's be real about the acclaimed. How do they get popular? It wasn't their wrestling. It was because one no, of the not. they, can they can good at that. They,
2: they, got, the they got popular not. by rapping. Yeah. <laughs> Like, be, having, being fun and everything else, and I get it, and th- listen, I, I I like them as much as anybody, and I want them to be over, and I'm not bringing this up to knock them one bit, and I'm glad it happened, but at the end of the day, you, he is very aware of the fan reaction to his product, mm-hmm. and when it's positive, he'll push it, but when it's negative, you can't say a word, Hollywood.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, I think too. The, the okay, so he just throws, and this is this was befuddling to me. Brian Cage into the TNT title match. Okay, so he's saying there's no reason to build that. Why the fuck would you not build that after mm-hmm. seeing that match? Okay, so there, so you got two big guys just slobber knocking each other crowd liked it and then it ended with brian cage standing there waiting for power bomb after power bomb after power bomb and we're of course we're big brian cage fans we know what he could do we've seen what he could mm-hmm. do what a mistake it was because there, there was a spot like i think it was after the second power bomb cage is laying there wardlow's you know, doing his Wardlow thing, and he picks him up again. And Taz actually said, I wouldn't keep doing this. He said something like that. Yeah. You know, like, he's, he's going to get caught. And I thought to myself, holy shit, Brian, Brian Cage is just going to flip him over. And this is going to be the moment where you think to yourself, he might actually lose. Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen. He just, more power bombs. Okay, so at the, at the risk of not telling the story, what did you do for Brian Cage? He did nothing.
2: Yep. Well, let me let me ask you a question. What what would an AEW fan feel for Brian Cage right now? You haven't even seen him. His last match was on the ROH pre-show. That's true. So that's true. What what would make more sense? Put our put Brian Cage on Rampage and Dynamite for a few weeks and get him a couple wins, and then have. I don't know. One of your backstage announcers, Tony Schiavone, somebody say, "Hey, Brian, you're on a winning streak here. Been you've been on AEW TV for a couple of weeks now. W- what are you looking at? I'm going after Wardlow, or have Nana say it? Which him with Nana sucks. Yeah. But it should be Tully. Who knows what's going on with that? But anyway, you know what I mean? Like, saddest part
1: about it, he cut that promo in the back, that pre-tape. Cage did, mm-hmm. and he said, "People are saying this is the return of Brian Cage. This is the debut."
4: So
2: you debuted and got your ass kicked,
1: exactly. It stuck so in it's my head because debut. I thought to myself when he said that, I thought to myself, "Okay, let's see what happens in your big debut."
2: So you just re-debuted yourself the same way you debuted last time, basically.
1: Yes. Yep. And because it's not he... his fault. No, it's not. <laughs> and here's the, the thing. thing. To
2: all your points, while you're watching the match, let's just say you never watched AEW before. And you happen to be flicking through the TV. And you turn on TBS and you're like, oh, pro wrestling. Oh, this isn't WWE. What's this? Holy shit. That guy's, those guys are pretty jacked. Holy shit. They're pretty athletic. Oh, man, they're going at it. This is cool. This is great. This is awesome. Like, I could see somebody who hasn't seen them be like, wow, this is, you're on to something with these two guys, right? Mm-hmm. Brian Cage could go with, with Wardlow. Wardlow could go with Brian Cage. Super athletic, strong, muscles, the whole thing. Everything you want to see in pro wrestling. Yep. And he, he pop-shotted it again and, and shit on Cage again. Yep. But you know what? I said that, so I'm wrong. Okay, Tony, if you want to think I'm wrong, fine. I'll tell you what. I will give you every wrestling fan I know that thinks you're wrong It doesn't even – my – Konda, Smitty, Sean, shout out to my boys. They don't even watch your show anymore. I can't even – I'm thankful because I don't get spoilers from them anymore. They don't even watch – they, you know how they saw the scissor me-ass clip? The scissor me night clip? I sent them the YouTube video. Right. So we're wrong. The criticism's wrong. Yet people are not watching your show. And people are not going to your show, apparently. And guess what? We're all only going to have a fucking guy's night out. Go out and have wings, drink beer, get drunk. We'll probably end up shitting on it in the crowd.
1: Yeah, I think there's a lot of that, too, that goes on. I really do.
2: Yeah. I mean, now, uh, dude. I, I when in the winter time when I was working at that establishment, I'm not going to say the name. Um, the bar manager there, him and I became friends. He's a wrestling fan. He he hasn't been watching AEW either. So I'm texting him last night, and we used to fucking do the scissor me shit like the acclaimed because we thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. So anyway, long story short, I'm like, did you see the scissor me day stuff? And he's like, no, I didn't watch, blah, 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 the whole thing. So I sent him, I sent him the video, and I was like, dude, like, are you, going to, are you going to Dynamite? He's like, no. He's like, nobody really wants to go. <laughs> and I was like, listen, I, got, I think we got like eight tickets. We have like six people going. I'm like, you could be the seventh. We'll find another one. I was like, we're all going to go to a local establishment, have wings and beer, go have fun. He's like, wings, beer, and wrestling sounds good to me. I'm there. You know what I mean? Like, and yep. and, and that's the reason. Yeah, yeah. But, yep. Oh, man, I, listen, <laughs> I'm a Brian Cage guy, so I, you know, I don't want to take, if, if if Tony Khan was smart, he would have hired Flip, put him with Cage, flipping Machines, and would have had them wrestling tag team matches if he still actually had a tag team division. But he doesn't. He doesn't even have one of those.
1: No, he doesn't. And the other thing, too, I don't, I don't, uh necessarily think he should have hired gordon for cage because when he signed him and this is this is tony i think i said it on the show before he hires guys just to get an initial pop and then doesn't care everybody said oh he loves brian cage tony con is fascinated with brian cage okay well, how? Show me where in the booking he's fascinated by this guy. This guy is a freaking monster. He's, like you said, he's everything you want in a pro wrestler. Mm-hmm. He's athletic. He could do the power moves. He could do freaking flippity floppity flew if he wants.
2: Yeah, he could do it all.
1: He, he really and he could. And
2: he saw what he could do with a with a power guy last night.
1: Yep. And he could talk.
2: Yep. And I, and there, I don't know. And here, I, only, I only brought up the, the, the flip thing was because they botched the initial... So badly. Oh, no doubt. You know? No doubt. And then, you know, they put him with Taz, and it's all right. And he's got, he, he, I, you, they almost salvaged him with the feud with Hangman. Okay. But they had, remember? Remember the mm-hmm. feud with Hangman? Mm-hmm. Yep. When the fans first came back and the whole thing, and they're going crazy. But what they had to do was now we got to take him out of Team Taz. And we gotta have him fight with Team Taz because he can't just fight Hangman. He's gotta he's so gotta weird. have one of these morality things. Yep. Why didn't you just leave him with fucking Team Taz?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And
2: why not just have Taz be his fucking manager?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we love he that. He wasn't when a it commentator started. then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we love like, yeah, Taz. Go Taz go him, I think
2: I think
0: Tony Khan's problem, and I know we've talked about this hundreds of times, and to the simplest of forms, without. Getting too technical. He's a wrestling fan and he owns a company and he's trying to do everything and you don't know how to do it. I mean, obviously, like this guy, you know, you want to own a wrestling company, fine. You got the money. Hey, God bless you. You're, you know, we live in the United States. You do what you want, bro. Mm-hmm.
3: But yeah, if you're going to
0: be successful, but if you want to be successful in this said business, that surround yourself people that know what they're doing. He clearly isn't. Like I would have. No, he has. He's not listening to them period clear, clearly. Well, that I mean, I I like I said it a hundred times. I'll say it again. Fuckers should have should have hired Eric Bischoff to 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 run things. He doesn't have to be an on on camera guy. All backstage stuff. And and, and Tony Khan would have gotten the education of his life. And the thing with Eric is. He's not a yes man, you know, and I think that's exactly the type of person. But he's burnt that bridge to the point where
2: Bischoff wouldn't really have anything to do with him. Well, let's, and then but, I'm, take take Bischoff out of it for a second, though. Think of the guys he has back there. Yeah, yeah. He's had Diamond Dallas Page, uh, Tully, Arn, Malenko, Dustin Rhodes, who's been around forever. Uh-huh. You know, whatever he did with Cody, got, uh, how, what, however they fucked that up, Cody. You know, maybe he listens to Jericho. My my guess is he does when it comes to Jericho. But right. my this is my thing with Jericho is I think Jericho is just booking Jericho. Yes, and the, and and the stuff Jericho wants to do. Maybe Jericho could get in Tony's ear and be like, "Let's make the show better instead of just worrying about Jericho." Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah. could something like that right. happen. I mean yep. there's guy the guy I, I get what you're saying and you're not wrong, but I'm he does have people there. I just uh, don't think they're good. Mark Henry. But like, they're just but they but they don't have his ear. Like if
0: you listen to Mark Henry on Bust It Open, like he's not that guy there. He's doing other nobody things. nobody is. That's the problem, bro. And that's, that's the, the problem.
2: problem. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you know if I couldn't get your honestly, Trump, you know, you know who that guy was? It was Punk. It yep. was Jericho. Yeah, it's it's Dick Moxley, but
0: it's not like right. It, but it's all wrestlers. I'm talking about guys that can make the production better. I'm talking about guys. That I'm can with get
2: you. Order and you know what? And how? Could Chris, can Chris Jericho do that? Like it. if he if he really put his mind to it, could Chris Jericho help with that? I think he could. He could. But I think but he's I'm, still worried about what, booking Chris Jericho. He's John Moxley's of Jericho. worried about booking John Moxley. CM Punk's worried about booking CM Punk. Kenny Omega's worried about booking Kenny Omega. The Young oh, Bucks clearly right. are worried about booking the Young Bucks because we can't put FTR over. And now all of a sudden, because the Young Bucks can't put FTR over, can't, Tony Khan can't put
0: him over. And, 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 and another guy, I don't know what his contract's like, but he's helped reestablish a, a wrestling company. I'm on the phone trying to hide how do I, I can get Scott DeMorey over here to be my VP.
2: No, or in, or, or
0: better yet, I'll give you another one. Instead of being Dude, he's never gonna listen to those no, guys. But wow. instead of being instead of being Kenny Omega's lackey, how about the guy who really helped get um impact back on the map again because he left New Japan to be the vice president? Mm-hmm. Get Don, Callis in Don there. Don Callis, yeah. I, yeah. You I have like him that. in the building, man. It's so Why? crazy. I know. You, you, I know. And, and, and it's just like surround yourself by these guys that, guess what, Tony, have done it and were successful and are successful at doing it. Yes, Bischoff had all his mistakes, but how much stuff would Tony be able to learn? And and you have Don Callis there. Mine is. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I believe, and I don't know Tony from a hole in the wall, I believe he likes being surrounded by yes guys. Oh, 100 percent, of course. And is. I think that's the biggest problem. because here's the thing, you know what?
2: Some, he likes he, anybody he can hug. He's happy
0: with. You know <laughs> the, quote, the quote on our thread today was the epitome of where AEW is when you have a, 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 a you have an employee who don't even know what the fuck is going on between Ring of Honor. And mm. AEW, you oh. don't even know. He even. So if 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 the employee has no fucking clue what's going on, we as wrestling fans, what? Like
2: that, if that's not the epitome, and it, and it's just like. You're talking. You're talking about Don Castle with Ring of Honor. Yeah. Yeah. Don right, Castle. Right, so, okay. Yeah. So Cap- again, here 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 we go again. What is the logical thing to do? sit around and run pay-per-views every quarter and hope you do enough sales that the network will be happy and hopefully put them on their TV network? Or, 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 or would you use YouTube? Would you use Honor Club, which you're stealing money from people from, like White House? Yep. And put on a Ring of Honor product that maybe they can watch and say, hmm, maybe you have something here. No, we can't do it that way. We got to right. do it the other way, or, 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 or better yet, it, 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 let, let's be honest. Five years from now,
4: I'm not saying AEW is going to be gone.
2: I'm saying it's going to be Impact Light, mm-hmm. dude. This guy is not going to keep this company at this level. There's just that no crowd,
1: way, dude. That crowd last night. Gave me impact.
0: Oh, it was impact feels that was impact. That was impact before that was impact before it. It's, yeah, yeah, this that crowd. was
3: impact
2: before anthem. bottom. If you if you look at all their ticket sales going forward, other than this Toronto show. Mm-hmm. And. Let's be real. They haven't done any shows in Canada, really. This, this is this is the first or second one, right?
1: Second, so they're, prob- yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. they're probably, yeah, they're probably just excited to see it. Like, they're gonna end up back at Daly's place,
1: guys. Let's the, be- the other thing we're not talking about here is <clears throat> this. Okay, so this crowd, these crowds that they're pulling, they don't even do house shows. No,
4: nope. yeah.
1: so imagine you're in year three, and if you thought that okay, eventually we're gonna run house shows, this is why I have such a big roster, dude. Who's gonna go to your house shows if they're not going to your main shows? No one.
2: You, where? Where is Full Gear?
4: Baltimore.
3: <laughs>
4: yes. No. It, it, uh, is
2: Full is Gear? it New York? Newark. Is it Newark? New Jersey. Prudential. Yeah, you're right. It is. You're right. Is. Yeah, yeah. Because right, yeah. they're, they're, yeah. they're in. Um, they're in. they They're in. you call it? They're in Bridgeport that week, and. For uh, dynamite, the one we're going to, yeah, straight down. And then 95. they go to New Work for Rampage and for the pay per view. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All right, hang on a second.
0: As you're doing that now, yeah. Couple, go ahead. Go ahead. Couple ideas have gone to my mind as you're doing that. Like, I think a lot of the, lot of, lot of the viewing issues and a lot of people are not going. As dude, I don't like. I think Tony, in the back of his mind, has this philosophy, and I could be wrong. Is You know, even negative press, it's still a good thing. You know what I mean? There's no such thing as bad publicity. Any negative or positive, it's still publicity. You know, I think this drama is really hurting. You know what I mean? And I think it's really affecting his ratings. And here's an idea I had, and I don't know what you guys think of this, is clearly the guys they got in the back. Teaching, teaching these indie guys how to be in a wrestling company. No knock on them, but clearly something's getting lost in the sauce somewhere. And you know, if I were Tony, you know, trying to trying to get guys who've done these things before and were successful at it. Why? I got a question. Why did Why has it the name Bill? the mop been brought
1: up. Oh, probably because Tony has him removed out of his mind cuz all the shit that he got accused of or whatever, bullying and all that crap. Right, but d- 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 he would be the first snowflake
0: to say everybody deserves a second chance, right?
1: Oh, that's true. Well, yeah, I don't dude, I don't know. It's...
0: I'm just I'm just like, throwing out ideas of Sure. Like, why not, why why hasn't he, you know, like, separated the roster? You got your ROH roster and you got your AEW roster. You know, bring in Delirious because, granted, he wasn't the greatest of bookers in Ring of Honor. I get it. I know it. But, you know, he has an idea of how Ring of Honor was run.
3: Uh-huh.
0: And why don't you try to get a new face of Ring of Honor, like a GM, and, and, and tap Nigel McGuinness on, on the shoulder and say, hey, come in. You two help run Ring of Honor. I can't have my hands in everything. Like, I don't understand how this guy hasn't tried to bring in other guys to help him run it.
1: Well, he let, can't let me do it himself. Let me do you one better, White House. You're you're saying run it. I, it's not even an it at this point. It's not even an it, right? Like it's that's not. that's the thing that. Re- okay, let me. So let me bring this up. So the first match of Dynamite, MJF and Wheeler Yuta. Good match. In my opinion, good match. That's good. How does that end? What happened after the match? Wheeler wanted to give him a handshake. Right? Mm-hmm. Did they yep. mention Code of Honor when they did that?
2: No. Nope. Okay. Why would they, though?
1: Why wouldn't they at this point?
2: No, well, I'm, I'm just joking. saying it's not I'm a Code of Honor I'm match, joking.
1: right? Wait, listen. Up. Hold up. Hold up. was being sarcastic.
0: Hang
2: on.
1: Yeah, I was being sarcastic. Hold up. Second match. Darby Allen and Jay Lethal.
0: Jay Lethal was the second match.
1: Yes. What happened after the second match?
0: Handshake.
1: Darby Allen wanted a handshake. Yeah. Yeah. Jay Lethal apparently turned face and shook his hand. Yeah. Was code of honor mentioned? No. No. Oh. Okay. Why?
2: <laughs> right, well, I get what you're saying. If you're going to do code of honor, why not mention it? yeah i I know i'm with you dude and it's (laughs) not
1: only that dude it's not only that the problem that i have uh, the second layer of that is whoever produced the first match and the post-match segment didn't talk to whoever produced and the 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 second match and the second post-match segment because it was the same Same thing. thing it was the exact same thing now, How friend, does that get on your TV show without nobody red flagging right. that going, hey, we just did this 15 minutes ago?
0: You see Hunter doing that?
1: What is going on? I, 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 no, Tony, Tony, that's criticism that I would like to see addressed. Am I a dick uh, for bringing that up?
2: Yeah, No, you're not. Ser- you're seriously. Not. You're not. Two, it was two matches in a row. Two in a row. And, 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 and the, the way, way MJF, up, the way MJF reacted. Made yeah. no sense. No, no. zero sense. That's the thing, it was almost like he, and, and he, here and criticism he, to MJF too, dude. You're Mister fucking heel. You're Mister, you know wrestling. Yep, yep, you're the go. best at it. You know yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, why are you yeah. reacting that way? Explain that to me. There's no reason for him to react that way. What he should have done is, and I hate spitting, but he should have spit on him. He should have smacked him in the face. He should have done anything but what kicked he him did. in the dick and walked away. Yeah.
0: That's what I wanted
1: to see. As a matter of fact, the firm firm comes out and MJF's going, I didn't tell you to do that.
2: You you know what that is, bro? I'm going to tell you what that is right now. And and, and you little fucking internet nerds out there and AEW colleges and Tony Khan nerds or whatever could say I'm wrong all you want. But I'm going to tell you what that is right now. What that is, is them reacting to the fact that It makes zero sense, MJF's relationship with the firm. And we're all saying he really has a relationship with them. And they're saying, well, he doesn't. It's just when he needs them, wink. So this is them showing you, ha-ha, we told you the firm's doing one thing. MJF's doing another.
4: Without any...
2: Uh, what would this do to MJF's character? What would this do to our show? What would this do to our storyline? Stupid. It's stupid. Very
0: stupid. And he's fucking commentator for Boots, man. It's fucking annoying, dude. And and it got to the point where you have have uh, Rico out there, and he don't even know what to do, what to say, where to jump in. You know the voice of Ring of Honor in a Ring of Honor type of match, and, and uh, he doesn't even know when to chime in because there, there's oh, too the com- many. The
2: con- oh, the commentary is a
0: fucking- yeah, it's an absolute you know, fucking. And and and, 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 I, and you know what? And I know Evil Uno's probably listening because here's the thing. Hey, I got I I have an idea for that one for you guys, and hey, you don't even have to give me the credit for it if you do it. Th- though I I think it's too good of an idea and they won't do it. No, so no. dynamite, right? Dynamite. Oh. I got a new and and I did this and, I, and, and it's funny. I, I was thinking of this on my lunch break because you know we had the thread of uh, you know <laughs> WWE and our thread WWE's changed it. So I got I got I got AEW changed. Tony Schiavone and I've already told Tony he should hire Don Callis to help yep. run things. Tony and Don on Dynamite. He's not not the not the lackey, but the Don Callis who could do color.
2: When right? they do Taz and Jr. on Rampage, Excalibur and Taz on Rampage. Ah, fuck Excalibur. Get rid of him.
1: No, here's the problem. Here, here's the problem, though. Who's gonna call the matches if it's not yeah. Excalibur? Because the, no one knows the moves.
0: Right. That's, right. Why, well, I put, I mean, that's yeah, why I, I put. That's why I put. And that's why I put Excalibur on Rampage because it's only on that Friday night one. But tell me, Tony. Tell me Tony and Don couldn't work together. Tell me that would not be... Again, I know you don't want to compare it, but I'm just just saying, you wouldn't get a... a, a it wouldn't be like Gorilla and Bobby. You wouldn't get the tit-for-tat that we got back in the day yeah. with Gorilla and Bobby. Yeah. You get that with Tony and Don. Right.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's I, so There's so much. And it's so weird because this... And this is... We're back to schizophrenic land with the show. We
3: are!
1: The, the,
2: the, 100%. The,
1: the scissor meat shit was probably the best thing maybe that they've, they've ever done as far as segments well, before, go.
2: Before we get into that, let's let's jump into that. But before we do, I'm, I'm going to throw them a little kudos here. Um, there's a lot of upper bowl tickets available. But for the most part, they have sold a lot of tickets for full gear. Um, okay. So, that to be fair, I just want to be fair about tickets it, because, Right. It, right and, 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 all the other shows are are terrible, but in full think, gear, they right. did sell a lot of tickets. Which is good, but I think it's also
0: people are expecting this MJF walk out as champ.
2: Yeah, pay, it's pay per view MJF. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. you, know, yeah, you think want think to go to the pay per view. Of course. Yeah, you do. yeah. And I yeah. think that's what yeah. they're
0: expecting. I agree. You know. that's good is that but, shows they got a moneymaker. It shows they got a fucking moneymaker. It ain't yeah. the douche that has the title now. It's the guy they don't know what they're doing with.
1: Well, speaking <laughs> of the douche that has the title now, we needed to, need to bring this up because, AC, you said it. You sent the text when it happened. Do you remember what it said? I don't. When him and Paige at the – Oh, my God. I do. Uh, I thought it was interesting. Now
2: I, now I know what you're talking about.
1: Okay, let me, let me set it up he, for the he, people he, at home.
2: Yeah, go ahead set it up.
1: Promo, Moxley, Page. Moxley says his piece, rolls yeah. out of the ring. Page says his piece, and Moxley comes back in the ring. <laughs> and I don't think that that was the way the script was scripted. If you, I wanna, don't think so quote, either. Go ahead, take yeah, it.
2: Yeah, he he. Bas- he basically said that, and, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember the exact words. That he's this is his one pass with him but he says a lot of stupid shit like a lot of the young people there say a lot of stupid shit and this is your one gimme and then he rolled
1: out of the ring that had to be a message right
2: oh he sent a message not only to page but to the locker room a no, room. that was a locker room i would 100% agree because i don't
0: think i don't think page was supposed to grab the mic and, and, and call him back it, call him back in. Let's, let's do this now. I think it was just supposed to be Moxley saying what he's saying, leaves.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Page you know, is supposed to ponder on it. I, I gotta be fair. Yep, I, I, agree. I, I, go, I go back. Page I, went I, off script.
1: See, I, go, I think he did it again because it to me, he
2: reacted to not only what Page was doing, but to all the other bullshit.
1: Yes, and I he think did, for him to leave the ring in the first place, I think Page took it upon himself to say, we could do it right now, knowing that Moxley is already leaving.
2: Yep. Yeah. But
1: surprise, surprise, Moxley being a veteran that's not going to take any shit, went back in the ring and cut a problem. I,
2: I got to tell you, I, I go back and forth on Moxley. And knowing he can't go tonight because he's got his
0: GCW thing, you know, two days. Well, I mean, that, that I mean that really has I, nothing to do with. No, with but in the back of my mind, I'm sure Moxley didn't wrestle tonight
4: because of that. We
1: could
2: both though. agree on. That's true. Yeah, Wait, wait, GCW. wait how's that going to work? Now wait a minute. <laughs> wait, do we have? Do we have? Do we have a scheduling conflict?
1: Did wait, we he just might be
2: come across is, the scheduling conflict.
1: Is he night wait. two? GCW night
2: two. No, he's night one, and and they booked him for that three way. Is it in Philly? Yes. And it's where... in Philly. Right? Philly? Right? Is it in Philly? Oh, hold on. We gotta research this.
1: Yeah, you need to look into that.
2: Alright, well while I'm while I'm researching this, right. but uh... but no, that was clearly that was
0: clearly what Puck said Page does. Goes <clears throat> off script. He did it to he did it he did it to Moxley, and I'll be fair, I am not a Moxley guy, but that that cat looked pissed off and that was no app. He did
1: he did look pissed. And what a, what a great way if your page if you want to, you know, cut his balls off and embarrass him. Why not say, "Well, let's do this right now because you know he's not coming back in." Exactly. Yeah.
2: So, I just put John Moxley in with him and GCW and then came up.
4: and
0: uh, and Paige's face that he did not like it. He did not, and you could tell he was embarrassed, but he did not like it. You know, yeah. yeah. I'm
1: starting to know, wonder I think we're I seeing think reality.
2: It, GCW, what was oh. the name of that show again? Hang on.
1: I, I right, think I,
2: You know what? And, and and that's the problem. Like, I pulled... And it's this is partly my fault, and I take responsibility. I pulled up a card from uh, a couple weeks ago. Uh, so this is an Atlantic City GCW show. I don't, I mean, I mean, that's, a, it's still a long ride if you were going to try to do both,
1: right?
4: I wonder it's if a, they're going yeah, they to move that to
2: night
3: two.
1: Yeah, they'd have though.
2: to move it to night two, right?
1: Unless that Moxley uh, match on AEW is was for next week. Maybe for next Dynamite.
2: I thought it was this week's Dynamite, no? All right, hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. Uh, let's, let's. Me, Ra- Rampage? Rampage. Yeah, he had a fight on Rampage. It was the three-way or something. Uh, Hang on, I'm right here on AEW Instagram. They usually post the matches. Uh, Okay.
4: I'm curious about this. Oh, man. Next Thursday night game is going to be the shits.
0: Washington at Chicago. Oh, God. This one. This one was going to Dude, a lot of of injuries, man.
2: Dude, they, they fucking kicked nine thousand fumbles. Wasn't even a touchdown. Well,
0: dude, you got Jonathan Taylor out. Then their second string. <laughs> uh, dude, dude, it's the fucking NFL. That, come on. Then it's the second <laughs> string. Come on. Come on. It's <laughs> the NFL. Then, then the we just third, rolled into anyway. football. Yeah, yeah. Fuck then the, the second string, Hines Hines Ward or whatever Hines dude he is, uh, yeah, gets a yeah, fucking yeah, concussion yeah, all, yeah, all, yeah, in yeah, the first yeah. quarter.
2: They're in the third and fourth roster of, of running backs, for Christ's sake. Ah, who cares, dude? Dude, dude, dude both starting quarterbacks played, receivers played. Come on. They, they, the fucking game was 9-9 nine nine in overtime. Come on. That's fucking terrible. Anyway, Moxley, Castanoli, and Utah versus Roosh and Private Party.
1: Yeah, you're right. It's this Friday, 10 o'clock.
2: Yeah. So we need to find out what the fuck is going on with GCW and Moxley, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Sorry. I wonder He's if
1: Khan pulled them.
2: He might I, have. I, do, I, duty, I, he, or, like I said, maybe they moved it to night two. But I'm trying to find my Fight TV app to see if maybe they updated it on the app. That Dude, that's the problem, like, with these fucking, you know, like, Cornette calls them indie mud shows. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you don't get the up-to-date all the up-to-date shit. Uh, hang on. GCW. See if it says My pro... Dude, this is... It's the same thing with Sammy Guevara and uh, and Cage. They're, they're like little bitches. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know any other way to say it. So as of right now... GCW still promoting
4: Moxley versus uh, Nick Gage, so that three way could be could be
0: just
1: recorded.
2: No, it's, it's supposed live. to be a live show. The live weekend. show, huh? because they're doing the fucking Battle of the Belts right after.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What if it's not live? What if it's it not be live?
0: What if they it's recorded?
2: Sold- No, they sold separate tickets to it. Oh.
4: I don't know how he's going to be at both, man. That's what I'm wondering.
3: Huh. It's
1: a mystery.
2: Yeah, it is a mystery. I wonder if we're going to... I mean, you would think if something changed, we would see it now, right? We're going to have to keep an eye on this. Uh... Yes,
1: we can do. We can only go with
2: the information we have.
1: GCW night one. GCW. uh, That 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 that. that. I got it. GCW night one is Saturday. Night two is Sunday. According to Twitter. There you go. There you go. Yep.
0: There. That's there. There you go. All
2: right. So that's my. That's my. Yeah. Check their.
1: Check their. Their Twitter account.
0: So there you go. He's got a busy two days coming up.
1: Yep. It's a Saturday. AC. Just signed for night one, Blake versus Gringo, plus Mox versus K- Gage. Okay, so all right, you know what? Saturday. You're right,
2: because I'm looking at this here. It's The first night it says one day and 17 hours. Okay, all right, so that explains it. All right. There you go. Mystery solved. It, mystery solved. But <laughs> anyway, go, going back to the pussy ass shit with this is one thing I'm going to say, and this is the same thing that goes for Sammy Guevara and Andre, Andrade Alidolo, and the whole thing. And I got. You know, I got something with the women's match and other stuff we could get into after, but
1: okay.
2: the same thing with Sammy, the same thing with Hangman Page. They're both presenting this energy like <laughs> everyone's picking on them. Yep. And Sammy basically said that. No, I mean, I read his quotes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was on vacation
2: it. and they're bothering yeah, me. I might was, have to take should... another vacation. Yeah. That's he was a little bitch ass quote. Here, here's what I'm going to say. Almost 43 years of life. When somebody is constantly involved in drama. When they are the common denominator in all the drama. It usually has something to do with them. And with with Page. I'll even give him the caveat. That you could make the same argument with CM Punk. But I'll ask him now. When John Moxley gets out of the ring comes back in, clearly not scripted, calls him out to his face, and calls out the entire locker room. Was that not a message that Moxley's sick of this shit? That's sure what I got it. out of
1: it. Sure seemed it, yep.
2: Sure and seemed I'll it. tell you this. I actually became a bigger fan of his for, for him doing it. He sent a fucking message like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. What are we doing here?
1: Maybe he's the guy that we want to see. Maybe he's the one that they need leading the ship. I, not maybe, Jericho, not maybe a Tim.
2: Maybe somebody needs to get in the locker room and start pimp slapping people like fucking Eddie did. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I say that you bring in Bill
1: DeMock. No, I see your point. Yeah, for sure. He could be and that I, guy. I'm not
2: but... I'm not knocking this is I am not knocking Moxley for 1 second. I think he did the right thing. I, I think did, did we've been hearing 100%. And I I'm the on-screen characters that are annoying the fuck out of me with Sammy Guevara and Adam Page have carried over into all this bullshit, and mm-hmm. it all—it's all making a lot of sense. That's all I'm saying. It's all making a lot of sense.
4: Do you do you think uh,
2: they got a match two weeks from now? Right.
4: Yeah, sixteenth.
2: Page.
0: Yep. Yep.
2: Boxley's not one to not...
0: You're not... going to see some stiff shit in that match. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what I like, mean. A little it.
2: receipt, a yeah. couple of receipts yep. in that you match.
0: Yeah, 100%. Probably. And it's going to piss Paige off. No, You're going to see it. Good. good. You're going to see it. I hope he kicks I I I, it. I I I Listen, dollars to donuts, Paige is
2: bleeding in that match. First and of you... all, first of all, we all know the guy that's going to take the title off him. And unless they're fucking out of their minds mm-hmm. it's gonna be oh, it's, MJF anyway. It's gonna be MJF and I think and I think Moxley's okay with that. But I but I think he is too but I also think that he's gonna maybe present a lesson in that match. Yeah. Yep, one hundred percent I'm gonna watch that match very closely.
1: Yes, I think we all yeah, 100%.
2: should. one hundred percent.
0: Yep. yep. You know. All right, and, let's and, get into Okay. Oh, one on. more thing. Uh, how desperate is Andrade trying to get himself fired? That is just allowing himself to get sucked in to Guevara.
2: Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? How desperate! That's yeah. how bad Be, be it a is professional, there. bro. Be a professional. Right. Let's be honest. De- at at some point, can these guys be professionals? Yeah. I'm, I'm with you, bro. Goes to show.
4: How I bad am not it. taking
2: oh, Sammy's please. side, but I, I'm with you, dude. Like, be a fucking professional.
1: That's yep, another dude. point too about Twitter and Vince and you know having control over these people on social media. Yeah, because we wh- all wh-
2: bitched and wondered why. No, and now right? you see yep. it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And it. what prompted yeah, that? I get what it. what prompted that Twitter shit was Sammy saying, fuck off and go back to WWE.
2: Yeah.
1: I mean it's, well, he it's, did a, whole, it's a circus. Apparently
2: he did a whole blog on
1: it. Yeah, it's a fucking circus. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah it's yeah, a sur- yeah, And yeah. then Sammy goes. Why are they picking on me?
1: Yeah, You did a whole
2: blog on it, dude. A whole (laughs) blog. You're kissing your girlfriend every five seconds. She looked creeped out on the show. She did. She did. You fucking dumbass little kid. I'll kick your ass, you dumb fuck. (laughs) Dude, Eddie should have finished the job and done everybody a favor a few weeks ago. Uh,
1: Let's be real. We've been watching wrestling a long time, and I have never seen anything like this.
2: So I'm going to tell you guys a story. 100%. And I probably... There better be books st- be written about I, this shit. I,
1: yes, I, 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 probably,
2: I probably told this story on podcast before. I'm going to tell you guys a story. I was standing outside of some little shit dump fucking Paducah Arena in Cranston, Rhode Island. Oh my God. Freezing my ass off. Yeah. Jazz and I did a wrestling weekend. We had NEW on Friday. We had... Uh, we had uh, chaotic pro wrestling. It was in mass, but right on the New Hampshire border Saturday. And then we went to uh, XWA in Cranston, Rhode Island on Sunday. So I had tickets for the two shows and I didn't have tickets for the third one. So I wanted to make sure we got good seats. So I want, I got in the line. I told Jazz, wait in the car, it's cold. So as we as that's going on, some of the boys were coming in and uh I ended up getting really good seats thanks to a member of Impact Wrestling who happens to have a tag team title belt around his race right now. You can all guess who that is. Thank you. Shout out. Anyway, get made sure that I got taken care of. But anyway, before that happened, um there was a pro wrestler and White House, you'll know who he is, I'm sure. I'm sure Edwards would know too. Uh, Chris Dickinson. Yeah. He's been on some of the Ring of Honor stuff before they yep. sold and some of the New Japan strong stuff and everything else. And Edwards, if you don't know who he is, he's the guy who did the buckle bomb into the chair with the girl at Beyond.
1: Oh, yeah. became like yeah. a viral. Yes. Oh, yeah, video. yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay.
2: So that's Chris Dickinson. So Chris Dickinson's outside and he's on the phone and he's, you know, he's having, you know, a a spirited conversation, I'll call it. <laughs> and he gets off the phone and there's probably like 10 of us waiting. And he's like, you guys hear what happened? Like, nah. He was like, yeah, I was at Jersey All-Pro last night and uh, Loki thinks he's a badass and thinks he's going to punk everybody. And uh, I kicked the shit out of him. And then my brain went back to his conversation. All these guys think they're badasses. But, you know, once it becomes a real situation, you see who the real men are and the whole thing. So apparently, Loki was that Jersey old pro being stiff, being an asshole. And he had a match with Dickinson. And according to Dickinson, Dickinson... Gave him a receipt and Loki didn't like it. And Loki complained to the promoter, and the promoter called Dickinson. So, unbeknownst to me, while I'm listening to Dickinson's conversation, he's talking about this whole situation. Then he explains to us what happened, and I tied it all together. So, Dickinson tells us all that. And I'm like, now I'd seen him wrestle before, I didn't know much about him, but I'm like, yeah, you know. He said that, but who knows? I didn't see the match, so you know if he says he kicked the shit out of Loki, I'll take his word for it, but big no big deal. This was two months after that video was taken of him doing the buckle bomb with Kimberly, which went viral and Bennett backed him up and the whole thing. So anyway, so we get into the building, and we finally sit down, da-da-da. Dickinson has his match. So the guy who took the video was training at one of the local wrestling schools. I found this all out after. Dickinson comes out of the back, rips the guy out of his seat, pulls him over the railing, and kicks the shit out of him, and then throws him back into the crowd. Wow. And we're sitting there like, what the fuck? And
4: he goes, maybe now you'll stop taking videos. And I was like,
2: He took the video, you know, because my brain processed what was going on. He took the video. And then the guy guy he was wrestling came out, and, like, this match was literally, like, a real fight. And I was like, wow, there's, like, a lot going on here, (laughs) considering the conversation, considering what he said, considering he kicked the shit out of the guy when he came out of the locker room, considering his opponent came out and literally started fighting him, and then he kicked the shit out of that guy. And I got the impression that... (laughs) Dickinson was a badass. And every situation I've seen him in since then would represent that. So my point being is, you look at somebody like Eddie Moxley Dickinson, when they step up and kind of pimp slap somebody, Mm -hmm. you see a badass. Do you see that with Adam Page? Do you see that with Sammy Guevara? No, No. I see dramatic little bitches who have all this drama. So it's not that surprising. And guess what? Their boss is one of those two.
4: It's all facilitated. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Makes sense. And and, and this is this this 100% 100 to me explains why Cody left. This has probably been going on the whole time. And you didn't have Moxley exposing it, in a sense. You didn't. You definitely didn't have CM Punk. Like, well, it probably.
1: Now. If you remember, though, the the tapings at dailies for during COVID. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a lot of, you know, Cody time there. It, it half the guys weren't there for those shows, so.
2: And they probably were more separated.
1: And, yeah. 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 Thing. You
2: might be onto something. And then once they all got back together.
1: <laughs> and again, maybe that's what Cody saw. Like, okay, this is a powder keg. Everybody's back now. Everybody's not getting along. He could probably see this shit, I'm sure.
2: Well, it it here here'd be my other my other knock on Jericho in this whole thing. As he should probably done what Moxie did. Uh this is your guy. This is your fucking guy. you, you Jericho has as much to do with making Sammy Guevara as anybody. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: And then you got him to the pinnacle. No pun intended. And you put him off on his way to do his babyface run, which he destroyed himself. And then you take him back. And he's acting like an asshole. Yeah. Shouldn't Jericho deal with like, like, why is Moxie dealing with that? Why shouldn't Jericho deal with that?
1: Didn't that match open up with a fuck you Sammy chant?
2: Yes, it did. Dude,
1: it probably, did.
2: dude he's it did. He's hated for all the wrong reasons yeah. now
1: though. Yeah. Yeah. It's not he and I think Jericho would probably realize that. Even though he's playing like, you know, oh, that's funny. He he's probably knows it, it, you know.
2: And, and dude, you know what's funny? I was uh because I have two and a half seasons of Lucha Underground purchased on the uh itunes mm-hmm. the, you know the i i
1: yeah i yep.
2: iPhone app whatever the fuck it is yep yep i was like oh maybe i should buy the rest of lucha and just watch it all through again and i was scrolling through season four and i didn't even remember sammy was on season four in the middle like in the middle there i don't you know remember
1: what? it. i actually didn't see season four start to finish
2: I did. I, you know what? It, I don't but... think I did either, and that's maybe why I don't remember.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: Sammy was—he was on season four. Now that was 2018, oh, and shit. I'm like thinking about this. You know, this guy Lucha Underground, uh, indie scene, you know, Mexico—the whole thing. He gets the AEW uh, rocky start a little bit. Uh, you know, I don't—I know people didn't love the gimmick, but he goes with Jericho. Mm-hmm. Jericho refines it, and he's a pillar. Yeah. Now
4: he's not a pillar anymore though. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh.
1: If he's a pillar, maybe, you know, Moxley might be the roof at this point. <laughs> you know, they're they're holding him up. Like I don't know, dude. like do you guys remember the Taker, Taker backstage in WWE. Like there was yeah. the click, but there was also his crew
2: take care mm-hmm. his crew. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Everybody like maybe that's what they need. They need a they need a guy back there. Maybe it's You know, mostly. it's I don't funny know. you
2: bring that up. Do you remember his interview with uh with Rogan? Mhm. And what he talked about the locker room
4: compared to the old days?
2: Yep. Pussy ass shit, you know, the video games. Uh,
1: video gaming and yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: You know, and you know everybody's like, uh, he's just an old school guy. Or uh, yeah, it's really cool that they did drugs and alcohol and all that. Maybe he was talking about more than that.
1: Yeah, I think he probably was. Yeah,
2: and maybe that's that's playing out here a little bit. But uh, you know, a couple more things before we wrap up here. Uh, I did the, the six woman match, which is a fucking shit show. Yes. Um, Soraya, the whole thing, and I actually. If you wanted to give me something I could dig my teeth into with the women, it oh, would yeah. be. Oh,
1: yeah. They're pussies, right?
2: <laughs> yeah. I was going to go with DMD and Ooh, <laughs> now. Yeah. No, I could dig my teeth into that, but there was, I'm watching this match and I. you could get rid of like four of them in the match, maybe three. Little Nightingale, go away! I, you know, don't even I, don't defend her. She sucks. <laughs> no, she sucks. Wow. She's fucking terrible.
1: <laughs> don't defend
2: her. I saw. I'm going to bring up two points in this match, and I'll let you guys take over. Okay. When it was Tony Storm and Serena Deeb in the match, I was like, "Wow, that's some pretty good wrestling." Obviously, Deeb could go. Yeah. No storm could go when she's with the right person, yep. like Deeb. Yep. I was like, "Wow, you know, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. Not like the rest of this fucking trash we're watching." And then, and I brought this up in one of the group chats. I don't know which one it was, but I'm going to bring it up here now. They have Deeb in the corner. It's a six women's match, right? Yeah. So oh, I know where you're three going. Three okay. baby faces. are kicking the shit out of deep. One, two, three. One, two, three. What is Rick Knox doing? Holding back the heels. Yep. What fucking planet, what wrestling promotion would do this? Why? Wouldn't it make more sense for the baby face? Wouldn't it make more sense for Tony Storm to be in the corner while her two teammates got held back and the three heels kicked the shit out of her?
1: You literally imagine, backwards. Dude,
2: it's backwards. Could you imagine Vince watching that? He would lose his shit. Yep. Yep. So no, I those those are two things that I saw you guys take over. I don't know. I, I I'm just I'm trying to give a positive and a negative. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that's the uh that's the shit that Cornette talks about all the time. That's why I always say I don't, you know, necessarily care for his opinions on things, but when he breaks down a match. He brings that shit up all the time. And and he'll say it like if it's an AEW match. I can't wait to hear that because I'm sure he's going to say that because they don't know what the fuck they're doing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: There is a psychology to tag matches. And I think Jim Cornette is probably God at this point mm-hmm. of tag matches. It's all he did. He managed tag teams. Right. He knows the the ins and outs of the psychology. Like He brings up shit that we don't even see. But that, that's an easy ra- one to see. Doesn't you know? the
2: ref have a responsibility in that too? A hundred percent. Yeah.
1: And I'm yeah, sure 100%. he's told. I'm sure he's told, okay, Rick, at this point you're gonna hold them back. And who knows if he even knows that he shouldn't be doing that. I, I mean,
2: it. I'm not totally no. blaming him. Yeah, I mean, he's listen, my guess with him just watching the matches is when they book their matches or however they whatever their processes is, yeah, he's goes okay, yep. well, well oh, <laughs> So do you want me to hold them back? Yep, no problem. Yep, I'm you sure. you want me to let you yep. guys fight? He's the, he's the, no, the number one yet. He he's not saying, guys, girls, it really doesn't make any sense, does it? Me, the referee, the good guy, right? I'm supposed to be the good guy? Yep. Like, last I checked, he's not Nick Patrick working for right, NWO, right? right? Yep. So he's supposed to be like the good guy. So the good guy should be protecting the good guy. And by whole, like he wasn't—he was protecting the bad guy. Like it was yep. so weird.
1: Yep. Imagine Hebner doing that.
2: Yeah. No, it never would happen.
1: No. No. <laughs>
2: um, but I like. I listen. I will give credit where it's due. When I, I Tony Storm and Deep, if they want to wrestle, go ahead. The rest of it was trash. And and to to the point, you know where. We are talking about the way the matches are built between Impact earlier and this match. Somebody like Nightingale, she's the perfect example. Everything she does is, you know, meant to be noticed. It's not, you know, it, it, there's no, no psychology in it. There's no tie-ups. There's no nothing. Nope. Let me take my fat ass and fucking slam it into somebody's face. That's all she cares about. I'm sorry. I just, I listen. I'm just reacting to what I'm watching.
1: After the main event, Jericho cheating. And somehow we we're supposed to think that Aubrey Edwards didn't see him cheat when she's oh, facing.
2: I mean, that's a perfect segue into that because.
1: It's it's unbelievable and Ian is on commentary and he says this is not the Ring of Honor that I remember. <coughs> and I thought to myself, that had to be a troll job. <laughs> he's he's one of us. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. That's him going like I know why. Um who who's the who's the, the ref from Ring of Honor we never see anymore?
1: Sinclair, uh, uh Todd. Todd Sinclair. Sinclair.
2: Yeah, you don't see Todd, right? Yeah, see Todd Sinclair. Yeah, you don't see Todd, right? He's mm-hmm. not there. I don't think he how works. Long, how long do you think before Bobby's gone? How long do you think before Riccoboni's gone? Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, real, unless they're just going to take the payday. I mean, if they're going to stay true to what Ring of Honor is, why would they work for AEW? It's not. It's not. Look, did anybody see Danielson get up yesterday? After that fucking missed fucking table shot with the belt and shit. With oh. America? Yeah. That's fucking Jericho, dude.
4: Yep. Yeah. He's Listen, be little accidents
2: sore. happen. Things I, I get it. I, I but it just every goddamn show there's three, four of these spots where you're like, Oh yeah. please don't die.
1: Yep. Every it's show true. It's true, I can't take it anymore. Every
2: show. And now you got Jericho Danielson doing it. What the Ugh?
1: It's, it's, I just, I, at this point, like, it's such a mess. Imagine, you know, you turn it on, you haven't seen wrestling in a while, and all you hear is you see ROH titles and you hear Ring of Honor. Like, it'd be so fucking confusing. Like, why? What is this? Why, why are there Ring of Honor announcers? Why, are, why is, like, Bobby Cruz yeah. out there? Like, I, I'm not saying I don't like those guys because I do, but it doesn't belong on a show called AEW. Yeah, what it are they doing? Make sense. Enough already, Tony. Just stop. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It, well, I'm pushing it cuz 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 I own it. Oh, great. Good for you. You own two companies that are the exact fucking same cuz you're booking so, it both ways. Let's let's
2: end on this. When's the next Ring of Honor pay-per-view? Don't
1: even
0: know
4: yet. I don't think All they right. announced. Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. What what's what's the big feud we need to see on the Ring of Honor pay-per-view?
4: Uh right now would be
1: no idea. <laughs> There's f one. FTR, I guess. FTR. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. FTR. Anything. Uh, FTR
0: is yeah,
2: in? yeah. Yeah. You know. You. You know what he's gonna do, right? He's gonna fucking bring Aussie Open and do FTR and Aussie Open as the main event because of all this. This press they're getting. At at the next, he'll probably do final
1: battle. He'll probably do final battle. Yes, he'll probably do final battle. But but
2: here's what he's going to do. He's going to throw the card together like he did last time. And then he's going to make all the people that those, he's going to make all the teams, tag teams, three-man teams, singles wrestlers win that that crowd wants to see and act like he put on a good pay-per-view. He's going to do the same thing again. You couldn't yep, you're pay gonna, me to building that building again.
1: You're you're going to see Dalton Castle, who maybe works there, but he's not sure if he works there because of does not even a, a know contract. But <laughs> but maybe he, was he just
2: works on there. pay per view. What he was on? What he was on a pay per view or what? What was it? He was on something recently. I
1: think it was in that, but, battle royals or whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah of course.
0: That's not the epitome of where AEW is right now, that Tony Khan is right now.
2: Here's the other thing. before before I I know I keep saying we're going to go out. <laughs> but here's another thing. Andrade and 10. You do this whole thing where Andrade is going to face 10, Andrade's <laughs> AEW career is on the line, 10's masks is on the line, and you have this problem with Andrade and Sammy, and you send Andrade home, and you decide you're not going to do the match. They just put another match together. No explanation, no reason, no no fill in. Yep. Why not Roosh fill in for him? Why not? There's something. Why? Here, here's a great, here's a great thing you could do. And this is nothing against Roosh, but they could have said Roosh is filling in for Andrade, and his AEW career is on the line. And let's say Ted was really going to win, so Ted wins. And Roosh's AEW career is over. But does that mean his ROH career is over? Oh no, he's an ROH wrestler. It's gimmicky, but it's an explanation. It's a reason to Yo, do it.
1: There's the best part of Roosh in the past 24 hours. I forgot about this. <sighs> <laughs> they they went from Matt Hardy to Andrade. To Roosh. Because Roosh is back with Private Party. And he's going, tonight you guys do the right thing. Yeah. And he's like, You're right? <laughs> but I just read tonight that he tweeted at Andrade, <laughs> Los Ngobernobles and forever. Oh, God. And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God. That's
2: great. That, that is great. That's so great. Khan oh, must
1: be God. reading that. And his... Oh, he's going nuts, Dude, dude.
2: they're literally... Taking their balls out and putting them on their on his nose, like yes, they're literally yes. like you mean yep. shit to us. You <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> take my dick in your mouth and you will just take it. Yeah, he he's he's fucking David Aceveda right now. Yes, he's David
1: Aceveda. <laughs> yes, yes, he is. Wait else?
2: You know talk who David Aceveda is. No, who's that? David Aceveda is the. Uh, He's in the shield. He starts out as the captain of the. People. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He ends yeah, up being yeah, yeah. like the councilman and the yep, mayor and all yep, that. I yep, don't yeah. yep. I didn't remember his name. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That I figured you That's know me. who it is. That's yeah. why. That's exactly who it is. <laughs> yep. Me, Edwards, and I always go to the shield for these. But he's David Aceveda. Yep. Didn't he go down on a perk so he didn't die? Yep. Yeah. Ooh, he did. Yeah. Yep. Did. Yep. yep. They're all of, punking God. Like, they're literally punking him yeah, to his oh, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, you, yeah. You know what he did? He goes, nobody's getting released. They're like, oh, yeah? <laughs> I'll show you. I'm going to punch Jimmy Guevara in the face. I'm going to tweet my best friend. I'm, You know what I mean? Like, yep. dude, they're literally... It's utter chaos.
1: Yep. <laughs> I saw that it's by utter Rach, chaos. and I
2: laughed. And
1: Fucking great.
2: But, but, to close this out here, this is I'm going to go with my final thoughts. Okay. <laughs> my final thoughts are this. And I know we've been very hard on AEW lately. And we've been hard on them in the past. And we've been good to them in the past. And I th- think that's what this show is. It's cool truth. We just react to what we're seeing.
4: And i I, I don't like
2: kicking people when they're down. But if you can't admit you're down and you can't realize, like, this motherfucker needs an intervention at this point. This this company is at a crossroads here. And I'll tell you this. If you had told me three months ago we would be talking like this now, I would have said you're crazy. If you told me this six months ago, I would have said you're out of your mind. If you told me a year ago when they brought in Punkin Danielson, I would have thought they'd be fucking crazy. Challenging a WWE by now,
3: yeah,
1: yeah, great point.
2: I'm just trying to be fair. The audience is speaking. How long, Edwards? We've been doing this a long time, even longer than the White House. No, not no offense to you, White House. Oh, because okay. mm-hmm. we, we, when we track the WWE ratings, remember when we were like, dude, there's no way they can go under 2 million. Yep, there's no way they could only go under. Actually, we we're like, there's no other. Under- They'll go under three, but they'll never go under two point
1: five yep. million. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And then we watched it happen till so they went under like one point five million. Mm-hmm. This this nosedive has been like epic.
1: Yeah, and I we, don't
2: know that the ratings have even caught up to it yet. And it's probably only because it's on Wednesday when nothing else is on.
1: It's true. Yeah.
2: Just being fair. White House final thoughts.
0: Three years ago, sold out Capital One Arena. 14,000 people. Loudest crowd I've ever heard for a pop. Cody Rhodes. That was loud
4: as hell. And three years later, we got that Impact 2.0, Impact Light.
0: Because that's what it reminded me of. Watching that show last night. Watch. It remind me of watching Impact before Anthem bought it, bought the company. And uh, seems like, you know, Tony Khan is just another version of Dixie Carter because seems like he's making the same mistakes she did. Um, and you know, it's funny because he's a wrestling fan, and wrestling fans are knowledgeable about past and wrestling fans have a knowledge of history. And somewhere along the lines, he's forgotten his history because he, this book's been written already. And, uh, yeah. it, you know, he's at a crossroads and he needs to figure his shit out. And, you know, it, and some accountability, instead of reflecting and deflecting, own it, man. Just own it and just get better. I mean, it's not that hard. And, you know, it's just stop surrounding yourself by yes men. Get some people in there that know what they're doing, not like you. And then just sit back and watch it and, and, and hey, evolve. Hey, I don't know how you. hard that is.
2: I'd, I'd listen to what Moxley said last night, and I'd be ready for a reset after full game, but that's me, Hollywood.
1: WWE Raw goes to Pittsburgh. Look in the front row. It's the Steelers. Yeah. (laughs) WWE goes to uh, California. There's George Kittle in the front row. Look at him. There he is. Mm -hmm. AEW goes to DC. What do I see? Not even a Commander shirt. I did see a Philadelphia Eagle shirt. Can we do better? Commanders, please. (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: if the if I the aew show is pay a
2: washed up rapper to be there last night
1: it's true i expected wall to be there
2: <laughs>
1: Com- Com- commander's fans will get that uh yeah can we do better please because this is like making my life more miserable it's bad enough that i watched the, the wrestling show for two hours can't even see any uh you know burgundy and gold so that's cool so yeah that's my final thoughts
2: all right beautiful awesome. we'll be back next week we'll uh We'll give you our thoughts about all the shows we uh, previewed prior to uh, the AEW talk. And we we'll I'm sure we'll have more AEW talk. And hopefully we'll, uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk about wrestling and not backstage drama for a change. But who knows with AEW and Tony Khan. And Tony Khan is also creating his own drama. But we'll leave it at that. Cool Truth. Cool Truth Podcast Productions. Retromania Wrestling Podcast Network. Shout out to RetroMania. Shout out Dave. Shout out Colby kicking out at two, marking out the days, gouging. Good night, everybody.
4: Nighty night.
1: Tony, get on your hands and knees. Pick up your phone and call Conrad. Get him to fly you out to Colorado. Eric will turn on the Rectech Grill. Make you some steaks, and you beg his ass to come work for you.
2: Beck talks about the Rec Tech Grill too. I gotta look into that Rec Tech.
1: Yeah, these Rec Tech grills, I keep hearing about it on Bischoffs, and I think
2: oh I man, they're talking. He's talking about the Rec Tech too. Yep, oh, Glenn Beck swears by him. All right, <laughs> so <laughs> okay. the the most positive thing of the night, the Rec Tech Grill. Right. There you go. Yeah, maybe those spots are the show at this point. Good night, everyone. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, good night.